0: Shook me, eh? I'm just carrying on a bit. (laughs) You're an animal.
1: watching us on YouTube, or listening to us on your favorite podcast platform, welcome back to the Talk Hub podcast. Yeah, buddy. How good? So good. Coming in fresh with a brand spanking new intro, episode 13 Talk Hub podcast. 13. That's it. Yep. The old intro was 12 months old, 12 episodes, I figured it was time for a refresh, plus gotten a little bit better since then. I figured we should maybe act like we're a little bit better. So you set setting the tone.
0: It's going to be a new intro every 12 months now, eh?
1: I didn't say that. No, I think you did. It's <laughs> probably not a bad thing to do, though. you got to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, I reckon it's good. I reckon you I did know. a friggin' stellar job. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you, bud. What's been going down? I've been a little bit absent of late. A bit? I've been I'll... missing you, bro. It's... It's funny you should say that because... You never thought you'd miss me. No. <laughs> that no. is a funny think... way of saying I'm a shit bloke. <laughs> I don't think anyone thought they would. No. It's, um yeah, we do spend a hell of a lot of time together. Um, And I didn't really realize until, yeah, my late absence. But I'll touch on that a little bit later. We don't need to fucking get into that super duper early. No. What have you been doing though? You've been keeping busy. Yeah. Yeah. Been doing a little bit of work on the wag-on once again. The Wagola,
0: yeah. So we've been uh, building a fuel tank for it. So not we,
1: you. Usually this is a we thing. This time it's a hundred percent a you thing. Mm. So
0: spread the blame, spread the glory. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Win together.
1: Yeah. Win as a team, lose as a team. You Apparently
0: reckon. that's what you told me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, I've been doing that. Uh, weather is starting to warm up pretty nicely warm, yes. around the trap, so I'm definitely enjoying enjoying that now on the yeah, days sure. off. So, although I'm starting to remember that it's going to get friggin' hot in, in the here, shed, <laughs> yeah, like another four weeks, and it's going to be like fuck, I don't want to be in here anymore. Yeah,
1: so we're enjoying the that good little bit of weather. Yep, we're still wearing uh, jumpers tonight, but I think soon. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely dropping off overnight. Fuck, what a boring cunt. What are you up to? And I'm talking about the weather. (laughs) (laughs) What else? Not much else, really.
1: Yeah. Well, we have a hell of a lot to talk about tonight. Mm. It's going to be a pretty bumper episode. So, I guess uh, we'll skip most of the formalities and uh, we'll just jump straight into...
2: This week's Hot Topic. That's
1: hot. This week's Hot Topic. I think it goes without saying that there's going to be a fair bit of drag challenge uh, content this time around. Oh, yes. Yes. (coughs) It was um, a banger. I think, you know, obviously we're watching from afar. We weren't there. We'd love to be there. We weren't. Um, But starting off at the bend, what a stellar facility. It looks awesome, eh? It does. Yep. It looks fantastic. I
0: can't imagine how pumped like the locusts would be to actually have Dude. somewhere to race
1: again. And oh. then like
0: not just have somewhere to race but have something that good.
1: Yep, absolutely. It's just done, and done right. As um Drag Challenge started and I've saw a bit of content coming out from different people and then sort of seeing Oh, they're at a caravan park. I wonder how close that is. And then, because remember last time when we were on the podcast, we were like, oh, we didn't actually look at the geography between where the drag strip is and the circuit is. Mm. Gone and done that now. So, yeah, you've got the hotel that's on the main straight at the Bend circuit. You've got a big four caravan park, pretty much shares a fence line with the drag strip, like dragway at the Bend. They've got a servo on the corner like with a Hungry Jacks and shit, like how good. Yeah, you can go there. You got a caravan park with not like new, new facilities. Like you got your outdoor kitchen, you got your um, ablution blocks and stuff. What a fucking awesome thing for the people of Tail and Bend and for car enthusiasts of South Australia as a
0: whole. Yeah, it looks really good. I wonder how long the caravan park. You'd have to be a bit of a car guy to want to. Like, we would love to be there listening to cars at the drags or whatever, but some other people probably wouldn't. So, you th- I wonder how that But you've also works.
1: got to think they're not racing all the time. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that. the Caravan Park is obviously going to make a fair bit of its income from the drag racing yeah. and from the circuit racing as well. Yeah. But, yeah, super, super pumped. And we're going to go into the whole drag challenge thing, but just to spear off um, quickly, they had um, the... I think it was the NDRC um top fuel meet pretty much not long after drag challenge and the joint was packed. Oh yeah, I think it was like yep. thirty six thousand. Yeah, I did see
0: a pic like a a picture that someone put wow. up on the book and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to see the stands fully yep. packed out. You don't you don't often see that.
1: No. Nah. pumped for our brothers and sisters in South Australia. You guys deserve it. Yeah, treat yourself. Very very cool. Yep. Uh, Mark Drew, overall winner. Krusty Tirana, absolute legend of the game when it comes to drag and drive. Yep. That thing is a weapon. And
0: I, I was going to say, just what he's done with that car in general to yep. look at.
1: Reliability for days. Yeah,
0: it doesn't look like it's a six second car. It really does, and it looks pretty basic.
1: Did it run a six?
0: It has run a six,
1: yeah, but not a drag challenge. No, yeah, but it's. It, it I has, understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's
0: what I'm getting at. It's very modest looking. Yeah, but yeah, very, very good. A lot of, a lot of R and D that those guys have put into the to the car and the combo. They've been doing it for a long time, so yeah, very well deserved.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I think he said um, in an interview at the end of the event that um, if he returns, it'll be in a different car next time. Yeah, so I guess. Yeah. When you've run that car and you've achieved what you have, I think it'd be cool if they were to like step it up and gun for like a, a six second average, say. Mm. You know, that like that, that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, I mean, he's got absolutely nothing to prove at this no, point.
0: No, no, not at all. No. He'd be looking for probably a new challenge now with a new car, I can only assume. So mm. which is good for us. We get to see something new.
1: Yeah. You know. But the uh quality of cars that came through the event. There was a lot of really cool stuff. Yep. Um, a lot of different stuff. Yep.
0: Yeah, it was really cool.
1: Yep. Saw that um, Celica. I think the number plate was 767. Uh, ended up, I think, it torched ahead or something on the last day or the second last day. Um, but that was running deep eights. For a little four banger, that's pretty impressive.
0: What, what mode has that one got in? I'm trying to think which one it, it is. I
1: can't remember if it was a 3RZ or... Or if it was something else, I'm not going to butcher it now. Yeah. There's a couple of cars that I've done my research on. That one wasn't, but I felt like it deserved a mention. Is
0: they got their own YouTube channel? and they've... They did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know the one. I didn't watch all their videos. Yeah, but... I think it was
1: Automotive Perfection. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. And they were, yeah. They were putting out videos. I think
0: he ended up, he torched the head and then they put a stock cylinder head on it and drove it back home, eh? Fuck. <laughs> Because I, th- I think hats he- off to him if they sure, did. I think when I watched
1: that from Queensland, yeah, okay. that's a long drive.
0: Yeah, well, either that or they're driving it somewhere else. I'm pretty yep. sure on um, maybe on the Street Machine video when they like interviewed him, the head was rooted, and he goes, "We've got okay. another like stock long motor. We're just going to rip the head off that, put it on, so they can drive it back. Maybe they were driving it back to
1: where it's going to get or up. whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah, so either way very very impressive
1: absolutely what was your favorite car that you saw from the coverage of which we were available to it's a
0: tough tough pick but the two standout ones that i really liked i already know one of them one of them and i think it was pretty much everyone's favorite was the godzilla powered xe s-tac very yeah very very cool like it's just a sick concept yeah. Um, yeah. The aesthetics. so like anything, man. You, you're throwing it back to that era, just with some nice, you know, welds. Or I think it has welds on it. Whatever. Some nice drag wheels. Good stance. Killer combo. Like all like nice quality parts. Everything executed really well. Like yep. you couldn't ask for any more. Really from from a drag car or a drag and drive car, especially. So street car. Yeah. Street car. That's right. Sick. And uh, the other one I really liked was the, like the Nardo grey little Tirana, I believe it was the LC. Yeah. LC Tirana. I think it's got... That was a bang. It's got an LS combination in it. Shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they from Tassie actually. I yeah. was going to say, I think that was from a Tassie. Tassie car. yeah. So I just like the look of that and the way they've got under the bonnet and stuff. Really, really cool. I'm a, I am a sucker for a little two-door Tirana, so... Yeah. I just thought it's hard to nail the stance on those sometimes, but they, they nailed the stance on that. Really, really yeah. cool looking car. Yeah.
1: I think they yeah. do look sick. Like when you can put a big wheel and you shove it right up in the guard yeah. yeah. on those yeah. things, they yeah. look fucking wicked. Yeah,
0: they're, they're a sick little car, but for me personally, they've got to have that stretched back arch. Yeah with not necessarily like a huge tyre because they're such a little car they don't need a massive looking mm. tyre but just something yeah anything that you can fit in a stock wheel well in the back on one of them ideally I would want a, a bit of stretch back there yeah, and get it down low but yeah it looks sick and it's going to be super fast once they get it all properly lined out yep. very, yeah yeah that cool. was so that was probably two two of my favourite sort of standout that I can think of right now on the yep. spot how about you?
1: yeah the XE for me yeah but that thing just looks so good. The stance on it is banging. Yeah, like the side pipe, sick. Like it's all very, very well finished off. I did enjoy that car a lot. Another um, one that really did pique my interest was that I think it's a W one two three Mercedes wagon. Yeah, with the twin turbo LSA. Yeah, that and like he. Owned the theme of that, like right down. I was going to gonna the say hat on his head. Yeah,
0: they were committed, eh? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and but
1: like, what a great way to go about it. Like, oh, yeah,
0: they probably had the most fun out of everyone there. You know, like yeah. they've just got a super cool, unique car. It wasn't slapped together by any means. It was done like I think it
1: was done last minute. I don't. But it was done nice. If yeah. you looked
0: at it, like yeah, I think they've utilized some good some good people to help. And yeah. like it had like good good shit in it you know i'm pretty sure See, so i'm going off my memory every time i think it had like rods and pistons like in it as well like yeah. you know like it wasn't a slap together and it was um no. so it would have been super reliable
1: mm-hmm. they would have had the most fun you know i think from what i saw it was running like mid to low 11s but like they weren't gunning for big you know numbers or whatever they were just like get the pass done jump back in have yeah. a couple beers on on yeah. the road you know yeah, like- that
0: that's probably not a time that reflects no, like the potential no. of what's there, at twin all.
1: turbo LSA, dude. If that thing can't run a single digit time slip, like that's not to say that they want to, but mm. the potential would certainly be there, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that thing was cool as, yeah, and also there was a one UZ, um, powered all drive Celica. I yep. saw it in the first episode, but I <clears throat> don't think I saw it again, so I reckon they had some, um, some issues with that and being. That was a manual car as well. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot All of All drive, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah. That's that one, unique
0: in itself, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I would never, if you had asked me like, at say 12, 18 months ago, what I yeah. thought about like older, like especially like XE era type Falcons, I used to hate them. Like literally hate. Really? Yeah, man. Wow. I just didn't like them. I, I still don't really like XFs. I really only like XE, ESPs and like S-Packs and like some of that sort of more, um, yeah, the stuff that's got the two-tone or, or the, the stripe packs on it. I don't know yeah. why, but it's just, I kind of, I'm like, fuck, I'd own one of those. Yeah. They're, they're really cool, but I wouldn't, I never used to even like it at all. And now, now I'm in the group chat with you and Michael, Mick and yeah. I'm just sending, every time I say XE, <laughs> I'm just like, send it in there. I'm like, check it out. Because <laughs> it's so funny with joked around with getting Mick to put a Godzilla in an XE, didn't we? He wanted to do an XF, didn't he? Yeah. And yeah. I was, I said, I'm so not Mick... I'm not help I'm not helping unless it's an X yeah. E. The... Mick
1: used to have a really cool XF that was um I mean it was cool for us at the time because we were so young, but at a um three five one Cleveland that was running on dedicated LPG. Um so I think that's, <laughs> Yeah. Well, at the time, LPG was like 30 cents a litre. So, we were cruising this one Clevo on this, you know, couple of dollars. Mm. It was sick. But, um, yeah, he. that's why he likes them, for mm. sure. Yeah, and, I get it. And he'd probably put, yeah. But I'm with you. I think XD, XE, for me, more than XF. But, yeah, a Godzilla. Like, Danny Howe has nailed it with that thing so just a quick rundown on the combo it's a twin turbo godzilla um stock internals i made 990 horsepower on the tunnel vision dyno hub dyno um which apparently that's, that's kind of absurd isn't it apparently it's um the highest horsepower that frank dandy has seen with a stock internal godzilla so far um I'm, i think i read somewhere that they melted a piston at some point i did read something like that
0: too and they had yeah. a bit of a midnight frenzy to swap some parts out to get a get a good to go
1: yeah but still they drove that car from melbourne to the bend yeah you know they drove side it, pipe and all yeah they drove it to the that was its test drive essentially yeah. and they went with no issue so that is sick and I think on day three, it ran a 9.13 at 146 mile an hour. Yep. That thing has got potential for days. Absolutely, yeah. Could you imagine a rod and piston deal? Like, Yeah, just- well,
0: you only need to look at how fast... The Cleta crew got their Fox body going yeah. with theirs. What did that actually? What did they get that down to? It was seven fifty? I think I they think get it, it to about seven fifty ish. Yeah, around there, and they just it just keeps.
1: They just can't keep a head gasket yeah. in it above thirty pound. Yeah, as soon as they hit thirty pounds of boost, I think they just keep putting hit pushing the head gasket out of it. Yeah, so, which, which yeah. is why they've gone to the old uh, Coyote motor. We'll save this for later, for Ronald. Yeah, we'll save okay. that for Ronald. Um, Mark Whitler. With the Capri Ad Drag Challenge, running the first six-second and first 200-mile-an-hour pass ad Drag Challenge.
0: That's how good is that? Pretty impressive. You can't take that away. That is... That's you get to be the first in the country to do it. And develop. it's
1: like in the last 15 minutes of yeah. the event to, <sighs> to hit it. Like, how elated yeah. would you be? I reckon some beers would have
0: uh, went down after that. They wouldn't have even touched the sides, I don't reckon. Couple of rares? Yeah. Couple of rares? No, they would, have, they would have had a wicked party after that.
1: I'm not sure what the combo is. I'm pretty sure it's a big block chev um, with rear-mount twin 88s. Um, I like the... Number plates. It used to have run sevens, that car, um, previously. Now it's got shit show. How cool is that? And I reckon that's a bit of like um, a bit of banter, a bit of piss take from strip show, the other six second Capri. Yeah, okay. Because, like, obviously, Adam Rogash, she's got all all show, no show, strip show. So now. We got shit show. Yeah. <laughs> true. It took me a little while to twig to that, but just after the event, I saw a couple of photos. I'm like,
0: hey. And if it's not true, just start a rumour. Chick it, yeah. boy. Right here. You heard it here first. That's it. <laughs> Exclusive.
1: Exclusive. Um, another so, yeah,
0: that was, it was good, one. not
1: it? Yeah. Another car which did me proud. Drag challenge. Shane Baker's VH Commodore. Oh. Seven second pass on a stock Holden block Yeah the boys
0: Anytime someone's Persistent with the Old plastic We're gonna jump on eh? Just jump Absolutely. on there And fucking it's, it's so funny Whenever Like say like If Jeff ever gets on And tunes one And puts it out Like no matter what I don't comment on Any of uh, any of his other stuff But whenever to there's To clarify on
1: there, I'm not tuning anything no, We're talking sorry. about Jeff Johnson Yeah no
0: not this Jeff <laughs> Jeff Johnson I'm like, yeah, the plastic. Whenever I see someone do something sick with a holding, I'm just like, get on there, just the random, you can do it, guy. Yeah, the plastic. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was pretty pumped to, to see that uh, that runner seven. Like I, after watching, who was the guy that had the red wagon? Darby.
1: Oh yeah, and I, I didn't
0: think there'd be many more doing sevens with a stock block, but yeah, here we are. Yep. He estimates it's making about 1,400 horsepower.
1: I did see that, At yeah. the flywheel, so... 7.92 at 174 was the PB. Um, so I've got a couple of, couple of cheeky specs, thanks to the guys at Street Machine. So, yeah, stock block, Holden V8, 352 cubic inch, solid roller with cum racing heads. Uh, it's got log manifolds, mate. Huh. No, no you, won't,
0: you won't make any power with logs, man. Yeah, don't.
1: that's right. Just ask everyone. They'll tell you. Um, log manifolds, twin G35 1050s.
0: Shit. They're not, they're not huge, eh?
1: Nah, no nah, 30 plus. That's a pretty small turbo. Yeah. Like, really. Running 30 plus PSI. And like you say, about 1400 in race trim. I think they've dynoed it at 850, but they're obviously turning it way up on the track. Yeah.
0: Yeah. There's... As you do. Yeah, that's it. I think they. That... These guys that know how to race and stuff, not like us, but, you know, the real, the real guys, they don't beat yeah. the shit out of their stuff on the dyno for numbers. No. You take it to the track and, yeah. and do it there.
1: The dyno is to get the drivability stuff done and then you get a couple of power pulls to make sure you're in the ballpark, you all all right, we can do it from here. Yeah,
0: so um,
1: very, very impressive. Yeah, Cohen Racing Powerglide, 9-inch rear end, 3.5 diff gears. He's got a 275 in the stock tub on that car. Which is pretty cool. Um, It comes in pretty heavy for a racing effort at thirty five hundred pound, and that's because he just doesn't like cutting them up. Mm. Like even to put the cooler piping in, he didn't really want to cut it. That's why he's running it in a stock tub. Yeah. So, um, props to him. I'm you know, fuck that. I'd just cut it. (laughs) Yeah. But hey, if uh, if you want to keep them complete, I can understand. The well, it just here. makes it
0: all that more impressive
1: that if he hasn't so. had
0: to cut it at all. I mean, we've got a VH in now, and I know how much room you don't have, correct? So, yep.
1: um, it's all running on a Terminator X as well, which is pretty cool. Don't keep, need, don't need a simple, Dominator, eh? you don't need a Dominator, keeping it simple. Yeah, I reckon it's great. And moving away from drag challenge briefly, but. Still Holden V8 related. I don't know if you saw it in the pro Holden V8 group on Facebook. Rod Rainford, uh, 9.949 seconds at 133.8 mile an hour in a standard stroke 253. Getting it. That is getting it. So it's 277 cube because it's got a big dirty bore in it, but it's still running a stock stroke. Um crank 11.5 to one comp solid roller 523 horsepower out of that little engine that's nearly that's real close to two horsepower per cube which is pretty good ran that in a vk um apparently this fella just had a a goal to run a nine with a 253 and here he is so good on him Fuck yeah good on him and uh other people have sort of asked, oh, can you do a combo like that for me? Like I saw in the comments and he goes, oh, now I've done it. I'm probably just going to sell it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, that's it. What else are you going to do? You've hit, yeah. you've hit the, well, not the threshold, but you know, you get your goals.
1: Yeah. I thought that was pretty impressive. So good on him.
0: Yeah. When you're, uh, when you're working naturally aspirated, you want all them cubic inches. That's what you need.
1: Yeah. You don't have anything else. No, nah. no. Nah. <laughs> so but he did it without it. So well done. Yeah. I think there's probably more in it as well, honestly, because I think when I saw the time slip it was like a one point three five sixty foot, which is good. Like I'm not taking that away from him, but there's obviously guys that um that we speak to with the aspirated holding stuff that do go a little bit quicker to the sixty. A lot quicker. And yeah. as you know, whatever you can gain in the sixty double that on the big end. Yeah. And you'll you know so if you gain, say half a tenth, you're gonna gain a tenth at the big end. Yeah. Um which, yeah, that would... It's huge. Yeah. It's huge. But yeah, I'm um, I'm pretty pumped on that. Uh, Holden V8 News. Holden Nationals just dropped their dates for 2024. March? April. April. 13th and 14th of April mm-hmm. at Heathkit Raceway. So keep that in your diaries. Um that's a an event that we're very fond of. Yep. Um shout out to Todd Foley and AFS Industries and all the guys that are involved in it. Um yeah. We we do love it. I yeah, did it'll see... be it'll be even like with the
0: um with what Lance has done with the Heathcote Park raceway like he's just forever upgrading it like. Yeah. It's a really nice track now so I can't imagine how much better of an event it is since when we went for the very first one. You know, yeah. It was really cool. The first one was really cool, so I would be like twice as good.
1: Now. But there was weeds in the track when we went I like that.
0: That was oh, sort yeah. of like the vibe, you know. that real outlaw feeling fucking yeah. vibe. But yeah, now they've uh done a heap to the surface and friggin' scoreboards and everything. It's all, all the, it's all yeah. done. Yeah. Now they're even they've even got the burnout pad all friggin' cleaned up and looks yeah. really good. So the pit areas. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. It's all it's all looking pretty gangster. Yeah. Do like that. I did see there was someone that asked if there was potential for him to run it at the bend, and he said he absolutely would, but that would probably be a separate. Line. Yeah, the Heathcote one would still run.
0: Yeah, definitely. You want to support the track as well. You know, they've been there from the start. They got, yeah, yeah, they've been there from the start, and obviously everyone over there wants to support Lance, and you know, because l- look at what he's done. F- oh yeah. F- you know, he's turned that place around and given a lot of places, a lot of guys somewhere to race. You know, so
1: well it was looking pretty sketchy there for the Victoria boys because obviously Calder Park was down and out, and Heathkit was in a let's say a state of disrepair. Mm. Like let's call it what it was. Um, but then for Lance to walk in and do what he's done, obviously they've got um, Calder Park going again as well. So this is looking really good for the sport. But yeah, I reckon what Lance has done at Heathkit because there's something special about regional tracks, hey? Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Yeah. definitely like i said that outlaw feel like before lance bought it i remember when we were when we went there and the guy said he was gonna he, you can put a passenger in and do a freaking eight if you want to in your thongs yeah. or something like it's pretty it's pretty
1: relaxed kind of i
0: mean i'm not i'm sure it's not quite like that now but it was 20 just, 20 I bucks know, on cool. an i like band. a more relaxed feel <laughs> yeah. you know to a certain extent
1: yeah it was like 20 bucks in an armband you'll be right <laughs> oh nice yeah Tell you what, blokes that do get a good uh, amount of use out of Heathcote are the guys at Carnage. Scotty and the crew there. The VS Ute that they're doing. Yep. What do you reckon, Bart? I love VS Utes. Yes. I want to get another one. I was I've had... pumped.
0: Uh, three. I've had three, I think. And, yeah, I've loved them all in mm-hmm. their own
1: different ways. We've owned mine. You had the RB-powered one and then the Maloo. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I I love them. Mm.
0: They're probably one of my favourites. I was sort pumped
1: of... when I saw that he had one. Um, I thought it was Rubens Micah in the first video, but then in other videos, it looks like it might be Cosmo Purple. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's pretty purple. Oh, yeah.
0: Very purple. Yeah.
1: But, yeah, it's, it's a pretty
0: sick project.
1: Yeah. It's got a nice motor and stuff for it, like... Dart Block, 427 LS, mm. going twin turbo, um, one episode that i did really enjoy was when they put the roll cage in it that mpw yeah. roll cage um and the processes that adam rogash has and and has implemented with the whole you know uh measuring scanning yeah. Bentec, like, working smarter wow yeah 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 that was yeah i think
0: most of the guys, well not most but you know a lot of the guys are just utilizing that sort yeah. of stuff Bentec's pretty you know in the whole scheme of things it's worth its money yeah, straight away. You know, you put your, you put your bend gains and stuff in it off your particular bender. You know, you punch it all in, and yeah, it can make life a lot easier. You, you don't have to waste lengths of chromoly or yeah, or that sort of thing. So and it's
1: a nice tight cage. Yeah, like yeah, it's it's very well done.
0: Yeah, yeah. Anytime time those boys are hanging out with Adam and the boys at MPW, it's always a good watch. Yeah, for sure. they, they know what they're doing and they're fab work you know, very, very nice.
1: Absolutely. So, yeah. I know there was uh, a little product they had which uh, you took a fancy yes, to. Yes, I
0: did. When they first bought the video out, I instantly went looking for it straight away. It was the it was like a template kit. So, it comes... I didn't actually get the...
1: It's for pipe notching, hey?
0: Yeah. So, it's a tube coping notching toolkit. And uh, Fast Fab are the guys that do it. FastFabAutoparts.com.au. So if you're shout out yeah i mean yeah we don't know the guys or anything like that but they do this notching here. it looks like it comes with eight different pe- you get eight different sort of angles mm-hmm. and you can uh just lay it on your tube and trace around it and cut it with a a grinder or whatever like that so you don't necessarily need to have like a notching uh tool like, with a hole like saw yeah, yeah yeah exactly it's um you can mark it with a texture and yeah Which you sort of work within the bends that they've given you, you know. Which most of the time will give you. If you've got eight eight sort of different bends to choose from, you can kind of work with those kind of deals, you know.
1: And I know with your sort of workflow, obviously, if you guys have been watching the channel for a while and been watching our fab and stuff like that, you you are a big one, obviously, because we don't have all the big dollar tools and whatever. But you're a big one for you know marking and cutting with a grinder. Yeah. And even though you do have option to do it other ways, you've got the bandsaw, you've got the the cold saw, you know, there's other ways that we can do these things. But that is your preferred method for reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to have a tool like that suits you down to the ground. For yeah. someone that does it the way that you do it.
0: Yeah. Well, it's just quicker in a lot of in a lot of times. Some of the – look, my workflow is slow a lot of the times, but I'm also limited with space as well. So I can't have every – I can't have a lot of tooling that I want because I'm sort of limited with room where I am here right now. So – but you know, everyone's got a grinder yeah. and a marker. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a pretty cheap looking bit of kit. It's all 3D printed and stuff. So, yeah, cool. as soon as I seen it, I was like, yeah.
1: Did you see looks- what the price was? I didn't. No. Nah. I didn't. It does look good though. Yeah. I was
0: gonna say- and like Adam said, he's got all the tools available to him and they've sort of gone that way, you know. Yeah. Because you're not going to use many different angles, you know. When you're a lot of roll cages and stuff, they're going to be coped sort of like it's going to be like a 90 degree notch, more or less, you know. And then you'll get your angle with your rotation on that on that notch, if you know yeah. what I mean, it's hard to explain,
2: like but yeah, you so yeah, the way you clock it. Yeah. yeah
0: so, so anything that can, um, I'm, I'm slow. I'm a very slow learner. Anything, <laughs> anything that can speed up the process ultimately is worth, worth the money. I'm just, I'm the sort of stingy dude that will make do with less tools and using my experience. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Run it down. <laughs> so yeah no it was a good bit of kit
1: yeah yeah i thought so yeah no, it was it was really good i enjoyed that episode yeah holy for yep. sure i got to say though i was dubious right from the start when that project came about seeing the momentum that they had on the turbo 1uz Lexum wagon then obviously this was like um a thing that they had with one of their sponsors mpw like we're gonna mm. produce this car well, to VP- go to VPW, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. V- you
1: VP- said MPW. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, they are a sponsor, but I'm I don't sure. think yeah. they
0: sponsored the whole car. No, no, no. Um, or all the parts that came with it. No.
1: So VPW, um, and they wanted to commit to. All right, we're gonna produce this vehicle, which is gonna to go to drag challenge. Obviously, big promotional piece. Um, but the time frame that they had, I think they were always gonna be up against it um i think for me from the outside looking in obviously we don't know i mean shit some of the stuff that they've filmed could have been months ago for all we know but from what scotty was saying on the videos and from the comments that i read as well um how they were going to commit to this short deadline to get the car ready for drag challenge it just felt to me like they probably should have just kept on with the wagon because they'd already done a lot of the work you know like the engine was mounted the fab was pretty well done he was halfway through doing the wiring i feel like that car could have made it yeah um which look i'm sure for scotty because he's so heavily involved with organizing drag challenges probably not a bad thing to not have been driving a car like it's probably almost a relief yeah to to not be having a car entered in the event while you're trying to put out all the fires that are associated with it yeah but i feel like if they were really wanted a car to be there the wagon probably would have been the one to stick with yeah what do you reckon
0: yeah probably but they probably what a sponsor, you know what I mean? The sponsor, the opportunity would have come along. Absolutely. And it's like, you either jump on it or you don't sort of thing. So, and he's done the best. I'm I'm sure they've done the best they can. They've bitten off everything and just chewed like fuck. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I'm sure also like trying to work in with, you know, like guys like Adam and that he's got paying customers Mm -hmm. and I'm sure he would have been as busy as all fuck trying to get everything ready for Drag Challenge as well, you know, so yeah. trying to work in. It wouldn't surprise me if, you know, it only takes one thing to blow out from one one particular job front to then, you know, Scotty's back there waiting and because he's not doing the work, you know, with that particular bit of the cage or whatever else, mm. you know.
1: You know how it is. Yeah, absolutely. Out. It would
0: have been good if maybe they just started a, another month or a couple of months earlier.
1: Yeah. It was a lot of cut. I mean, it still is a lot of car to build yeah you know like they're talking a car that's going to have seven second potential you know which in that sort of car is what 16 1700 horsepower uh yeah probably wouldn't need that much oh you mean
0: brake horsepower yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah. so you know like there's that's a, a lot of car to be building in a short space of time yeah and then you know it's I'm sure they've got all of the gear to make it safe, but then safety has to become a, a thing at some point as well. Like if you rush a car to to that level, yeah. Well, it's just the level that where they're at, you know. Hmm.
0: That he's yeah. not a professional, no, doing it. So Look, it's just not, that simple. I'm not ragging on him. I no, know I know you, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: know you know I'm not, but I don't want that to come across that way. My point being, from it goes back to what I was saying before. I feel like by taking their foot off the gas on the wagon and switching to the ute is the reason why there was no car at the event. Yeah. Like, they probably could have had the wagon there. Yeah. Um, They're but, both really cool though. Oh shit. Yeah. 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 I reckon that wagon's going to be cool as shit. Like mm. obviously I reckon our wagon's going to be a little bit cooler because <laughs> it's rear mounted, but, <laughs> and cause we did it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that one is cool. And cause it's, a Toyota Lexan with a Toyota V8, you know, I think that's, yeah, wicked. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, so
0: I'm keen to see some more updates on that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think there Cause is... Because the, up- I don't always watch everything that they do. Like, I've got to sort of be interested in oh. what it is, obviously. So. Yeah. So, it's yeah.
1: Hard, it's hard to have time for everything.
0: Yeah, that's right. Mm. Did you... um did you watch Charlie's channel with his drag challenge experience? I did. Yep. Fucking Charlie hell. Dixon. What, what, a what a week. Yeah. What a week. I, you <laughs> could tell by the end. I even commented on his video and I don't normally comment on many people's videos, but I got on there and I was... He was burnt. Tried to offer a little... I mean, not that it means anything coming from me or us, but I thought, fuck, he's had a, he's had a rough go at it. Like, <laughs> you know, it was a yeah. big week for
1: him. Yeah.
0: You yeah. know, the drawbar on the fucking trailer breaking, like, oh... Can you just imagine that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, um, yeah. <laughs>
0: I think he got off all right. Considering what he had to put up with, he did pretty good. Yeah. Well, very good, actually, I think. So, I think,
1: what was it? He was hoping to run faster than he did, but the ter- uh sorry, not the turbine, the exhaust was a restriction on the turbine. I think he end.
0: needs to get it. I think he's got, don't uh, quote me on it, obviously, because you can never quote me because mm. my memory's fucked, but I'm pretty sure he's got a GDX 45 on that thing. Yeah. So they're notorious for having a dog shit like, backside on them. Like That's a pretty old turbo now. Yeah. So he could definitely put and something on three, else on.
1: It's on the 383 LS as well. Like, yeah. It's a...
0: it's a sick car. I love it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really, really do love the Monaro slash sort of GTO, GTS yeah. coupes of that era. They are so sexy.
1: And I love that uh, Motec dash. Mm. That yeah. looks sick.
0: Yeah, no, he's got it. He'll get it coming good. But what I like... Twice as much as his ute Yeah baby Yeah I've seen that video out recently If you haven't seen that Head over to his YouTube channel Charlie Dixon Or Driving with Dixon Driving with Dixon Yeah And uh, he's got a sick Fuck what model is it HX HX Yeah Well body ute That he's putting Billet RB30 combination into it's been freshly restored paint panel-wise, beautiful sure white. His, I'm pretty sure it was his granddad's ute and it was like out in the farm mm. and it's had like... If you this, go back through his back catalogue, yeah. he's he's gone and visited the guy that's done like the restoration, sort of the bodywork and stuff on it and they've done an amazing job of yeah. it. It looks... I love that he's painted it white too. Like, yeah. you know, the amount of work that they've obviously put into the whole body, you could have painted that like a really like out there colour. Yeah, like yeah. anything. Like yeah. and it would have looked a custom it would've colour. looked at yeah, like a. that's right, a custom colour. And it would have looked at home like under the show lights kind of deal. But he's just painted it like a very basic looking white. And but I just love it. I reckon it looks sick. Crisp you would white. not expect a freaking bill at R B thirty being under the bonnet of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Crisp White seems to be our thing at the moment. We've got the XY just been finished off from being touched up in a nice white mm. we've got uh, yours in the white we've got the wagon in the white it's uh yeah white you can't go wrong with white I reckon I think yeah white the thing with white is that it's timeless you know what I mean mm. like there was you can go back black's
0: you, timeless as well though
1: yeah yeah but, but it's black's, a cunt <laughs> it's a cunt to keep clean that's exactly. the problem but I mean, you look back and there's cars that were, say, painted in Tiger Micro, and you go, oh, yeah, that was 2004." Hero colours. Yep.
0: Yeah. Hothouse green. Oh, what else? Uh, what What are some other hero colours? Uh, Turismo
1: blue. Yeah. Yeah. That one's not a bad one, but it doesn't suit many cars. Mm. Yeah, I'm not a
0: massive. Oh, you know what's the what's the um, the green that the VEs come out in? It's that much brighter
1: oh was that there was atomic green or crunch something i yeah, don't know I but remember. that
0: was that was the same it looks really good but then it ages pretty
1: badly mm. and there's that poison ivy as well yeah anyway anyway hero colors yeah. yeah it's not a hero color yeah it's nice that it's in a crisp white and i think he's got a nice amount of contrast in the engine bay as well Like obviously it's billet block which is like the crowning jewel Then mm. he's got the black plasma man intake and Stuff like that. Yeah, I can't wait to see how they pipe
0: it. Like that's my thing, piping things Mm -hmm. up. Obviously, so I can't wait to see how they how they get on with piping it all up. And they got to put
1: the dry sump and everything in there. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna (sighs) be cool.
0: I wonder how fast they want to go with that. Far? Well, fuck.
1: It's a billet. Yeah, yeah. I think
0: I don't think it needs the billet motor. (laughs) I think I think you just put it in there because it's like why not kind of thing.
1: Showcase bullet race engineering. Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. So he's got, uh, that's going to be column auto too. <laughs> it's a glide, eh? I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he's got like a red case glide or something for it, but basically he's going to have all the shit to make 2000 horsepower, mm. but not enough turbo for now. That's easy for change. Now. Yeah. <laughs> How about, um, Jake's
0: VL talking Jake's about shop shop. Yeah. Jake's mm. shop shop. He's VL. I wouldn't even know what color. We- You'd call that. Oh, it-,
1: it was a BMW color. I remember him saying in one of the videos. But just before we go on about the build, the channel, like mm-hmm. he's obviously been seen before in um, the Iron Empire, and yes. I think the MCSA, or I'm butchering that name, but there was another channel that he's sort of been uh, featured in. But now to jump in on his own to have long episodes the way that he does to capture the amount of detail that he does and keep it engaging from start to finish. Yeah. What a ripper channel. Yeah, I
0: love watching his videos. I think I just like him and just the way he is. He doesn't... You can tell he's not trying to be anyone yeah. or trying to sound a different way or whatever. Yeah. Like, he just... I love the, the things, the little... Um, he has little intricacies and sayings and stuff. Yeah. I can't even think of what they are now, but, yeah, like little tricks, things that he calls tricks and stuff Wild like that. Cards. He's just good. Wildcard, Wild that's the <laughs> one. Things like that. like he's um, he's good to just to get you a bit motivated just to get in and fucking get shit done because he gets shit done. He doesn't sleep much. He doesn't no. sleep much at all, but
1: his VL is pretty cool. He reminds me of what it was like for me back before I had kids and I had that other workshop in town. Mm. And I'd be up there until all hours of the night, um, whether I was when I was building Brad's VT or when I started building this wagon or when I did that Chrysler, um, just up at because like I'd drive trains, say, from 1 a.m. till 9 or 10 a.m. I'd knock off go home, have something to eat, and then I'd go to the shop and I'd be working there until like 10 o'clock at night, you know. like yep. uh, It throws me back to that and I know how he feels because at the end of the day, you are absolutely rat shit. Yeah. But it's good fun. I couldn't do it now, not with like no. wife and kids and shit. No, no way. No, it's
0: too hard. Eh? Yeah. But yeah, his videos are definitely pretty good. Yeah. Like, I, just, I don't know, I just like watching them. Yeah. Like listening to him. Yeah. so And he's relatively new. Like to the YouTube sort of you know, his content channel, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah, he does a good job of that. So but he's VL. It's just come back from the trimmers, I believe. So it's Looks got a, mint. Yeah, it's got a beautiful trim in it. How would you explain the colour?
1: It's like a mauve.
0: Like a <laughs> You're like Okay, so Jeff, so how would you explain the colour, once again?
1: What the <laughs> fuck's a mauve? Mauve. It's like a it's kinda like a, a silky purple. Like a purple with a bit of brown or something in it. I don't know. Not brown, but... Probably like a light grey. It's a fucking odd colour. It is an odd colour. But it looks, looks good, though. It almost looks pink in some lights. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's got a weird flop on it. It's individual. I don't particularly like the colour itself. No, nah, not me either, but I think, I I think I probably, it looks good, though. It's a nice variation on like a stock mulberry type colour. Yeah, color. yeah. You know, like, yeah. it obviously... He's tried to make it semi individual. I don't oh, hate Oh he's made it fucking yeah, individual. I don't hate the colour. No. I think it looks nice on that car. I personally wouldn't have picked it. Yeah. Um but what the fuck do I know? Yeah,
0: well the, yeah. <laughs> colors obviously very extremely subjective. impersonal. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't look shit, it's just not what you would do. But but the rest of the car itself, you know looks the stacked. stance, you know.
1: Yeah. It's been mini tub. The tin work in the boot yeah, looks the, phenomenal. Yeah, the
0: boot is Really cool, yeah. With
1: the two sort of skinnier
0: Optima batteries in either side, panelled, panelled in. I'm 100% doing that in mine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Smooth sure. engine bay. Yeah. LS. Blah blah blah. Rips a mean skid in Mexico. Yes, sir. I'm led, I'm led to believe so. Yeah. Jack doesn't mind to send it. So. Heard from a
1: friend of a friend of mine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Everyone's seen those videos.
1: Smooth engine bay. Six liter LS. <clears throat> nine inch in the back. Tubs. Yep. Fat as fuck, wheels mm-hmm. down the back. Yeah. Looks wicked. And those um, SA
0: boys, they just fuck, eh? They just get shit done. Because yeah. now that we're talking about that, I'm like, I'm thinking those South Australia boys get shit done and then you just get on to Blake, Blake Evans. Evans. Yeah. <laughs> and that Tirana, And, yep. you know, they have it for fucking three and a half minutes and it's stripped and getting color changed and yeah. sunroof filled in. So that's another great channel. He's got a, he's got a killer. Tirana, L- a couple LC Tirana. Oh, he's got a. It's is the this green a, one, at LC. LJ, uh, probably LJ. I can't remember. Okay. But remember. that's that's the. F- he's had that for a long time. That's three got a 33 three 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 cube, yeah. Holden motor in it. He's got the white uh, VL. VL Bellina which looks. You know, I had a white VL Bellina that looked just didn't look just like that, but it was the same. <laughs> it was the same spec as that from factory. <laughs> you
1: sound just like you, every old bloke that rocks up to Mick. When he parks the XY to Karsha, they're like, ah, oh, I used to have one just like that. What yours had a fucking four hundred and eleven cube pro charge small block in it, did it? Oh nah, but well then it was nothing like this one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, so
0: but yeah, the VL's pretty sick. It's got a five three LS motor in it. Just Beaked ran it. his ran his first seven a few months back there with the help from Jeff Johnson and the crew. Yep. So that's pretty cool. He's definitely got some cool cars on that channel if you want to yeah, check it out. Shit, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah.
1: So he's got his 383 Tirana. He's got his old boys. Um, I think it's got an SB2 LX hatch. And then, yeah, this one's... I believe it was a 355 in the green, now orange Tirana. Mm. Um, it looks pretty cool, man. But, yeah, shout out to you, Blake. Got a killer channel going. And... We managed to fix the flickering in his lights in the well, video. You did, yeah. <laughs> I can't even
0: fucking make an Instagram story hardly, bro, so I ain't fixing nothing.
1: Yas. <laughs> yes. Righto, shall we move on? Sure. Um what else you got to yarn about, bruh?
0: What are we what sort of segment are we in? I got heaps to talk about. Oh,
1: we're still in hot topic. Like that, yeah. and there's a hundred topics. So shoot shoot me with your best. Well,
0: I wanted to speak on engine conversions for a bit. We were talking about it just before, but this was one that sparked me uh, thinking that's really cool. Someone's from, let me get it and let me not fuck it up. Dontex Performance. Yeah. He's son Isaac's genuine VHSLA with a 6.2 red eye supercharged engine in it.
1: Oh.
0: It's a... Uh, Beautiful when, looking car.
1: Do you remember when I first started pulling my VH apart many, many moons ago and I said I would love to put a Hemi in it? Yeah. Oh, I'd love to put a Hemi in it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's cool. Like in a world of LS conversions, you know, obviously nothing wrong with
1: those. No. Nah. And to have that kind of engine, like you just got turnkey reliability. It's oh, it's, just, it's just
0: something different. Yeah. And it's... How much horsepower has got? 800 horsepower, 8-speed eight automatic.
1: Sorry, mate. Just got to interrupt you for a minute.
0: Oh, that was crisp. I just thought that was worth noting, you know. There's some uh, different engine conversions going on out there, not just your usual stuff. So, yep. it looked, looks really good. Yeah. So, another one that I've seen looked... You know, you just see those builds, and it's usually from, like, spot-on performance or friggin'. Oh, there's a few others as well. But like every time they post something up, I'm just like, oh. got to pick me jaw up off the ground. Did oh. you did you see the Panther vsss? Uh, the guy goes as Times Up. I've that seen one, that one there. Yeah. I don't know how you find him. I think it's Times Up on Instagram, yeah. but you know you can do LS conversions and then you can do them. You know. Yeah. Beautiful Panther. Is that Panther?
1: Or is it Phantom? Oh, it might be Panther. That looks good, doesn't there's, it?
0: Yeah, they didn't do. They didn't come out in Phantom. They only Panther those Yeah, but bad that's not boys. to say it hasn't been painted. No, you wouldn't. That looks fucking ridgy. But that yeah, looks good. Very, very nice. There's some good good fabrication going on there. I found that one on Tough Street, Australia, actually. So, But I'm pretty sure. I'm not going to butcher who did it because I'll me- mess it up. <laughs> but there's some uh, beautiful workmanship around the country that you can see every day. Someone every day has got something new. Coming out and it can just yeah. get you a little bit inspired or give you an idea.
1: Like I said, the I think the cars that were on show at Drag Challenge this year, like when you watch the coverage from the various channels that um, put videos out, Street Machine obviously do a great job and there were many other people as well. The cars that showed up, like far out quality, dude, is getting it. Yeah. There are some sick cars, and I was pretty impressed with uh, some of the street legal cars that rocked up and actually gave it a crack. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, you, get, you don't want to get into the street street legal debate
1: tonight, nah, Jeff. Fuck no, fuck no. Fuck that. We've been there, done that. Yeah. That's done. Um, you wanted to talk about someone stateside, our boy, Cletus McFarland. Yes. You made mention of that before the show?
0: Yes. Well, geez, that was a good video to watch, actually. They were at FL2K, and he's got a fleet, doesn't he? Oh. As far as cars go. What did he
1: have? He had five cars in competition at FL2K. Yeah. Because he had uh, Mullet, Leroy, they had the Blazer, they had uh, Neighbour, and... Well, Jack Stand had his two forty SX. Yep. Had was there another sorts? one? Oh, and McFlurry. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Far, Far out. out. What a weapon.
0: But anyway, Leroy, he's finally got into the sixes.
1: Yep. Just after FL two K. Just after, yeah. I think it was mm.
0: the next day. So I thought that was that was worth mentioning. Six and ninety two at two o
1: three. The first six-second stick shift Corvette in the world, mm. I believe.
0: He said afterwards that when he took it to the wind tunnel, they reckoned it used 800 horsepower.
1: To sustain 200 mile an hour.
0: Whereas a standard Corvette body would use 400. Horsepower. Jesus. So, although I'm not a massive fan and that's of the-
1: just to maintain the speed, he's still accelerating through that. Yeah. Obviously, it, the thing probably makes 1800 odd horsepower, but 800 of that is being used just to be there. Yeah, that's pretty wild, isn't it?
0: Yeah, that HED engine is
1: something else. Yeah, and it's interesting because I think because what was it? It was a uh, 427 before, and now it's like a 390 maybe.
0: Oh, shit. I can't remember. It might be like a
1: 388 combo, something like that. Yeah, something ish. like that. And I think um, they've found that it's easier to control it off the line now because it doesn't have quite as much torque down low so they can actually get it rolling yep. before they feed the power in. Yep. It goes to show, man, like bigger ain't always better when you're oh, so
0: doing… Not especially not with turbocharged engines. Yeah. Especially not with turbocharged engines. Yeah.
1: I think that's this to is say not that we won't have a 500 cube turbo dump.
0: It's <laughs> oh, not the worst idea.
1: <laughs> the motor sort of, from
0: what I can gather from listening to people a lot, lot smarter than myself, yep. the turbocharger is what the power is, and then you pick your cubic inches that are best going to suit what you're doing with your turbos. Yeah. That's when they have, like, over in America, they've got a lot of different classes that have limits on turbo sizes and stuff yep. like that. That's where that comes in. You'll pick, you know. You're yeah. not, not going to f- do a 427 LS if you've got like a limit on like an 80 mil turbo or something like that. You, you probably go with some sort of six cylinder variant, which is going to be able to get peak efficiency. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Because
1: otherwise you're going to just choke that turbine straight up. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, it's very, uh, very interesting. But yeah. So I thought that was ridiculous. Yeah. Going that fast. Because when he went the sevens, he's like, all right, now it's t- time to go sixes. And he said that was... Like two years ago or something, and I was, yeah. and I remember thinking in my head, yeah, radio, like, and rap. LS doing sixes with Emmanuel. I just, no, nah, not going to yep. happen. And yet here we are. Yeah.
1: And, and it's Pete, like,
0: Pete on the laptop, he is a friggin' gun. Wow. Absolute gun. The whole program has elevated big time since he's come along. He He's real good at doing stuff. I, was I stole me. it. <laughs> I did. stole it. I seen it, it was on your lips, you, and I just you, fucking took it straight from you. you. Piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even like uh, Mullet How fast is that thing He's got that down to 650s, 650s yeah. now And that'll obviously Go a lot faster That's I think he's using car. Using 40 something PSI Of it's 80 PSI Threshold Yeah So he's still got a ways To go
1: yeah Yeah But they're I mean well Cause they broke That third member And they were using The wrong Gear ratio uh, Gear ratio They were buzzing That engine to I probably think they've
0: done Really well to make it where where they were?
1: Can you imagine running a five forty cube engine at ninety eight hundred rpm? Like fuck me, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty I'm, good. Here is me thinking like, oh yeah, I might run like eighty four hundred rpm in my three eighty three. yeah, and then that's just that going, is that
0: is a bit though. That's getting it.
1: They're just going hot ninety eight hundred on like lock up. With yeah. forty pounds of booze, yeah. you would literally feel the Earth rotation. Holy shit! Yeah, that's another
0: beast. That's a full billet motor. Yeah, you know, best of the best custom yeah. engine. Like it's just second hand. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Scratch and dent special. I yeah call it. I think that one got windowed at some point, but that's the beauty of billet. Yeah, you can just weld her back up. But he can't beat he, he can't, can't beat. green
1: Mustang
0: <laughs> the snot rocket. So, Brett Lasala has a fifth generation Mustang. Yep. Fucking ugly car in standard form, but his actually looks quite,
1: quite good. That new carbon fiber
0: front end looks nice, doesn't it? It's, I mean, the old one looked all right too, but this looks really looks good. Oh, 100%. Mm. But he's got the coyote motor in it. So, you know, all that talk of uh, all them chains and no brains, that's starting to get a bit quiet around the traps because he's got a stock block stock cylinder head castings, and stock crankshaft.
1: That was built by Fast Forward Race Engines yeah. in Florida. Yeah, they've got yep. that
0: program. They've been developing it for quite a while now. Yeah. 6.33 at 2.24. That's good. In the it. final. Six, I'm going to say that again, Jeff, 6.33 at 2.44. OEM block, crank, and cylinder heads.
1: That is insane, isn't it? 224 mile an hour.
0: He's slapping around a fully built motor. That billet big block, he's just slapped it around. Full turkey slapped it, donkey stomped it.
1: That's 360 kilometers an hour in 13, 20 foot. And that's a drag and drive car too. It's not... No, that's
0: not drag and drive trim. It's
1: a drag and drive car. That's not drag and drive trim. But it's a drag and drive car. Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
0: So, you know what I'm saying? You know, it's not a... Yeah, yeah. So... You know, just when you think the mullet's impressive, you just see that. Yeah. And I'm a little bit blown away, honestly.
1: And you wonder why McFlurry, they've tiffed the Godzilla because obviously they can't hold a hair gasket in it. Mm. And now For now, got... I'm sure someone will figure it yeah, out. Yeah, but it's like Cletus said. He said, sure, technology might move ahead and they'll find something new with the Godzilla and we'll put it back in and we'll do that. But that's gone. Boop. It's got a TKM Coyote in it now. Yeah. Ready to go.
0: I think they've they've got it in, like it's all in and ready to go, isn't mm. it? I haven't yep. seen anything out on it yet, but
1: I think those MMR dudes have been doing pretty gangster stuff with their three fifty one yep. cube coyote for a while. Yeah, as well. they
0: do full billet engines, those yep. guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You can get like a a one that goes out to six litres, I think, capacity. Yeah. It's like Forty or fifty thousand dollars just for the short motor. U.S. Yeah, U.S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those guys. Yeah, they're they're what, into the five second range with with that stuff.
1: Everyone pegs us as Holden V8 dudes, but we sound a hell of a lot like Ford dudes. No, I'm definitely a Holden V8 guy, <laughs> but. Credit Not where credit's not due. not
0: I'm not one of those Holden boys. Yeah. guys. Credit
1: where credit's due. Yeah,
0: I've seen uh shit. Was it in the comments? I think you might have commented on something the other day saying that I had a that my daily was a Ford Falcon XR Turbo That's right. and the guy the guy goes, "Oh, I wouldn't have picked her for a Ford driver. I'm not a Ford driver. I just have a Ford and I drive it." <laughs> How dare you call me? <laughs> I'm not a Holden driver either actually, but yeah, so I like all sorts. And as I'm getting older, no as, I'm, as I'm getting older, it's uh, I'm definitely, your taste change. Eh? They really yeah. do.
1: Yeah, they do. You're right. Um, speaking of things in the US, Kyle Douglas, if any of you are in the burnout scene, you'd know that name. Um, if you don't know that name, you might know the name Luxifer. That dude just kicked the door in on the internet this morning. Did he not? Yeah, you showed me just before. I didn't know his name, but I do know Luxifer.
0: Yep, It's my favorite shaped Hilux. Weird that I've got a favorite shaped Hilux, but here yeah. we are. It's a pretty cool car.
1: Yeah. Yep. Sold, Unique. Sold his company, sold everything. Doesn't know what he's going to do for a job or money when he gets there, but he's taking that Hilux to the US of A. And Cletus has seen it. Cletus shared his video and went heckles out. The video
0: was done. The production value on the video was
1: was ridiculous. Very,
0: very good.
1: Came out of a helicopter into the Hilux doing burnouts on fresh concrete. It was almost a shame. (laughs) 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 But rip a fucking video. And look, you can't tell me the guy doesn't have balls of steel to just sell everything, throw the car... Into transport, he's just going to go to the US. I believe, um, I saw a story yesterday. He was with Jay Benz in Hong Kong. They were on their way transiting to the US. Yeah. Um. So, look, if Cletus has already got, if he's already got Cletus's attention. Surely he's just going to go to a Cletus Cars. Well, that's what he'd be going there to do. Like, who else is doing big skid competitions?
0: He's the the only one, really, isn't he?
1: Castlemaine Rodshop did the same thing. I'm just going to say it. I think Castlemaine Rodshop really dropped the ball on an opportunity there. Having Cletus's level of exposure, they really could have capitalised. And I don't know if they quite made... Like, everyone knows Warbird over there now, but... I feel like they really could have capitalized from a marketing standpoint. Possibly. I know they're like, they still work with them with parts
0: and stuff. They've got those, that ass end, that rear clip that they're putting on the, on their ute over there and stuff. So, I
1: mean, but I mean, just from a, from a standpoint of being able to have grown their own um, online presence. What are you doing here, bro? I got it. I got it. You got it. Get out of it. Like their own online presence and whatever. Like they really could have, Hit it hard, and I think mm. their market is over here, though all their stuff is for our
0: cars over here. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. They're, they're probably too busy just trying to punch
1: out as much as they can over here and yeah. trying to keep up. I do got to say, there is an XE S pack locally to us that I was standing underneath just yesterday. Um, had a Casamane Rob Shop rear end in it. Um, this is a barra powered X- XE, and it had you know. Viking coilovers, nine inch, all the all the bells and whistles, and it looked nice. And he said, as far as a bolting kit goes, that was spotty dog. As it should be. Yeah. Oh, that's good. So it's
0: always nice when you can just bolt something, you know. Eh? Oh yeah. Very I'm, rarely though. <laughs> I was gonna say,
1: I'm yet to experience it, but yeah, I'm sure it would be nice. We haven't
0: picked any bolting shit yet. No, that's right. Hopefully one day. Yeah. But uh, that won't be that much fun. No. No. One thing else I wanted to say the guy that's a Holden guy and not a Ford guy. <laughs> <laughs> on the last episode, I spoke about that Harrop kit and how they were doing it. I think it was last episode, might have even been the one before. Small uh, block Ford? Yeah, they're bringing a few different variants out for different small block Fords. So they're, they've just done the first lot of testing on. On their first lot, they got three different levels from what I could gather. Okay. Who did the video? Full boost. Did you watch it? I'm pretty sure it was full boost. I haven't seen it, no. I've been a little bit busy. Pretty much the first variant that they do gets you about eight hundred horsepower. Shit. And then you can that's like a eight rib drive with all your alternator, power steering, aircon, and all that kind of jazz is all on there. And then you can upgrade it a little bit and go to Ten rib. Ten rib. Uh, Nine hundred odd horsepower, and this is on um pump fuel too I believe. mower juice, yeah, on mower juice, and then you can put it on some better fuel and make around a thousand horsepower. This was a three hundred and sixty odd cube small block Ford that dandy had done, so mm. and they weren 't landing on it too, like that was just sort of their street package well, that was sort yeah. of just them just you know just starting on it, so really good news for those sorts of guys mm. I reckon it's sick. It'd be the best thing you could do to one of
1: those. I think so, yeah. I wish I could talk Mick into putting one on his. I don't know. I like the pro charger on his. We've had this discussion before on the podcast, but I think for what he does with the car, especially, like with the street driving and stuff, I think um, it's very placid. It's noisy, that's the only problem. Mm-hmm. If we had a plumb back that if we had a race port that we could plumb back to quieten it down a little bit. But otherwise, I think for what he does with the car and for what the car is, I think the ProCharger is a good thing. Oh,
0: it's a good thing. It's definitely not wrong. Hmm. But I don't know anyone else with a sweet small block Ford that I could put it on. So
1: We're just going to have to get one. Yeah,
0: well, I would like to do that one day. I'm, I'm still c- I'm quite fond off. of, uh, you know, we keep talking about the XE and stuff like that. I really e- like like the L. N- yeah, EL yeah. or EF. Fairmont gear or something like that. And there's
1: one that's not far from us. It's like not far from the daycare that I take my kids to and I fucking eye it off every fucking day. And I'm like, surely he's going to do something with it, this bloke. Nah, no. it's, it's still sitting there. And I'm going, yeah. just come home to daddy. Yeah, just come You'll home You'll be to able to pick it up with a dustpan and broom before too long. Eh? It'll yeah. just be rusted away. It'll be light.
0: But yeah, I just wanted to mention that because Harper. There's so many good companies just doing great things with with stuff, you know, because there's not a shitload of new stuff coming out mm. anymore is, mm. is what my guess is, you know, like if there was a, a newer Holden, kind of like a new Holden V8 coming out, they'd be doing blow kits for those and stuff like that. But they're sort of looking back more into the back catalogue now, and which is great news for mm. our sort of people.
1: It'll be interesting because as we're filming this, it's just before the start of SEMA. So it'll be interesting to see what products are going to be coming out over the next month or two months with SEMA and PRI. Coming along, there's going to be some gangster stuff. Yeah, yeah. I see um,
0: TurboSmart have got a few. They've got a new product every year. At least one new product. They've they've brought out like their 27th all pressure regulator for you for (laughs) a turbo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So this one's a rising rate one. We've got one for this. Yeah, we got the OPR V2. I've got the V1 on this. Yeah. We got the V2 for the wagon. For the wagon. And now this is their third installment. Can plumb it up for twin turbos with one feed. Oh, and yeah. it's a rising rate. So I think it starts off lower than forty PSI and then it gives you a rising rate as all pressure goes up. So that's good. Yeah, and they've also got, I believe I haven't read the actual release on it, but I just seen a picture and I think it's an uh electronic like actuated blow valve, I think they've got coming in. Oh, yeah.
1: So that'd be for like your stock. FG turbo, say, for instance, you'd have like an electric? I would assume so. Or yep. just those people that just have got too many inputs and outputs
0: on their ECU and they've got to use them for shit. So, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs>
1: I need to measure just how much my actuator Well, open. yeah,
0: I'm just going to actuate it. You never know. Overboosting and all that sort of jazz. Anti-lag. Who knows?
1: You can probably use it for like anti-lag and shit like that as well. They do.
0: I think they do mm. a different one for that as well. Yeah. Like cold air anti-lag. Yeah. So... TurboSmart, we love using their
1: shit. We use it on
0: pretty much everything that ever comes in here.
1: Look, it's right there. That yeah. is—that's the, a blow valve. That is the most insane blow valve. I'm going to put my mind.
0: hand up and say that's my fault that we have that because that does not belong on there.
1: That is behemoth. <laughs> Fuck me. I fucked it, up
0: there. Does it not
1: say the big boy on it? It says it big is, Bubba on it. It is the. It's biggest. a big baba
0: plumback, and it's it's ridiculously big. I didn't realise it was that big. <laughs> We've got it and we're using it and it's a good thing. <laughs>
1: and it's that close to the camera that's probably taken up half the screen yeah. at this point.
0: Yeah, no, it's pretty sick. So yeah, I love their stuff. <laughs> but um, at SEMA, I reckon uh, Dart, they make a lot of really fantastic engine blocks and stuff. They usually stick to the, their, the US domestic market with their Ford and Chevy and LS variants. But they've yeah. just jumped on board the old uh, 2JZ platform and just 2jz no shit yeah no shit so they've come out with a their version of a 2jz which is more or less the standard version but thicker and stronger yeah okay and uh it looks like it'll be a good thing it's definitely uh obviously the blocks are going to be getting harder and harder to get i don't know if you can get those from the factory toyota are pretty good you can i know you can get new cylinder heads mm-hmm. but i'm not sure about shorts or Short sure yeah. voters or blocks, but anyway, this is a golabies would if, know. Yeah, yeah, golabies. Golabie. <laughs> if uh, if billet's not quite in the in your scope of how fast you want to go, but an OEM blocks uh getting and hard for you to find, or it's just not going to cut the mustard. That's, and if you're it's into a good
1: ra- middle ground, if you're into racing, some classes don't let you have billet. You got to have cast. Ship. Yeah. So. Uh, That would be a good option.
0: Yeah, that's right. So it's got Siamese cylinder bores, extra thick walls, billet steel uh, main caps. Everything's just thicker and scalloped out for big alloy rods, you know, blah, blah, blah. Everything will bolt on.
1: So it's basically 3.4 litre 2JZ, let's go. Yeah,
0: you could probably take the bore out even more. 4500 USD retail, so... A good thing
1: which given our current exchange rate is about thirty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> one million yeah it's not great oh uh, well but uh so yeah i thought that was a good thing yep that was a really good thing so
1: nice yeah it'll be interesting to see what comes out like i say with sema and pri pri will be interesting for sure because yeah. that's like race car stuff yes
0: yeah. i think pri is definitely the pick in it
1: for us, I You think. know what
0: I like when SEMA comes around every year and you just get the SEMA build videos when you just get all the half-finished dog shit that yeah. people have just drugged there, you know?
1: Yeah, they don't start, they don't run. they got a pretty paint job, though. Mm, sometimes. <laughs> pretty good from far, far from good. Yeah. Always entertaining, anyway. Yep, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of TV shows and things, I don't know if you've seen it. I haven't even spoken to you about it, but the BBC have just dropped news. Top Gear Australia is coming back. Did you see that? Uh, all I seen was that uh, Moog was going to be on there.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's what. That's all I seen. Moog never mighty- watched it before.
1: Nah. Well, I think the Australian version was a bit hanging in. Yeah. I don't think many people have really gotten proper behind it since the Clarkson Hammond. Mm,
0: it's hard, like era. You could you pick a tougher act to follow? Really? Yeah. Like
1: yeah. they did well.
0: They probably they probably would have been better just calling it something else. And just start, you know what I mean?
1: Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, the BBC owned the name to that. And the uh, I think it wasn't even just the name. I think it was the um, the format as well. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. they could have called it whatever the fuck yeah, they wanted. Yeah, yeah. But it will be all legality stuff. Anyhow, Top Gear US Moog of Mighty Car Mods fame is going to be heading the trio by the looks. Um, everyone's like, oh, this will be the end of Mighty Car Mods. I highly doubt it. I think... While he's filming, obviously Marty will probably have some guest stars to come and give him a hand, which will probably be the likes of Mechanical Stig, Turbo Yoda, Tuning Fork. You know, like the the staples of the franchise. We'll call it. It's not a franchise, but um, they'll be there to help out. Um, his co-host, though, Bo Ryan, a former NRL NRL player, and host of The Amazing Race Australia, and Jonathan Lepaglia, which was from Australian Survivor. I'm not sure if that would have been my pick. For three people to be... I mean, obviously, if I had my pick, it'd be me, Jay Benz, and Kieran Barber. That'd be (laughs) sick. (laughs) But in saying that, I'm not sure... Could you... I'm dropping this on you. We haven't spoken about this at all before, but would you have other people that you would pick from Australia to do Top Gear Australia? No. No? No. It doesn't
0: surprise me at all with TV. Well, the way TV is these yeah. days, like,
1: so I it had doesn't of, surprise me at all. I had a bit of a think about it, and I thought, if I was Moog, I can understand. Absolute fucking juggernaut of the medium in YouTube for automotive car content, right? So it makes sense to have him as, as part of it. I think he'd be a good fit as well because he's he's a bit of a character, you know? Like mm. he's, he's quite, I don't know, he's a bit overzealous at times, which makes for good TV. Yeah, It's going to draw the non-car guy in because of him, you know what I mean? Um, I think if they paired Moog... With Grant Denyer and Eric Banner, they would probably be my three for Top Gear Australia. Grant Denyer obviously was on Sunrise, oh, you know, yeah. like he knows TV. He knows, yeah, yeah, he knows. He's raced V8 supercars. He's raced all all sorts of tiers of racing, so yep. he's got a good background. He knows he knows how to fuck basically. Yeah. Um. Th- My only concern with Grant Denya, he's had some horrific crashes and he would probably be an insurance liability in that I don't know if insurance would let him go on Top Gear Australia. It's like, hey, we got this job for this dude. We want to insure him, but he's going to be driving missiles 24-7. I don't know, but... I think he'd
0: be he'd probably be safer than anyone else you'd put in. Probably, there yeah.
1: I think he's very charismatic. He's very good on camera. Well, he's, he's a TV got, guy. That's what yeah, he does. He's got good knowledge in the field. I think he'd be great. Eric Banner is like he's way too good for that. But he'd be he's awesome. way too. Of course he would. He's a Hollywood actor, so he brings that credential to the show. But he's a proper grassroots Aussie muscle car dude. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that. Yeah, they me. they could only dream
0: to get a guy of that calibre on that show, I reckon.
1: Yeah, oh, you're probably right. Look, yeah. he's probably oh, got... Yeah. His inbox is probably full of BBC coming like, Oh, hey, man. He's like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I thought um, when I had to think about it that if I was going to pick my three for Top Gear Australia... If you had asked me before this announcement, I don't know if I would have said Moog, honestly. I probably would have said someone else, but... I like, never would have
0: picked anyone. Like, Who's I've, thinking I've, about Top Gear Australia other than you? No,
1: no one. Well, everyone is now, since the announcement. Only because Moog's on there. Yeah, well, yeah. Like I say, he's going to bring a lot of It'd uh, be good for faces. him. It'd be good for him anyway, I reckon. Hopefully it's good for all of us, because if he does... Well, like the BBC, they they'll probably start the show in the UK and then bring it here after. That's usually sort of how it goes. Um, shit. Did you know, or you know, other people probably don't know. Um, we had someone that was filming a show in Australia for the BBC who wanted to use some of our footage in their show. We actually signed like a release and stuff. I don't know if that shows even aired, but they did say that that's how it was going to work. There's a, Australian production company that films it, it then gets picked up on contract by the BBC. Yeah. They screen it in the UK and if it does okay over there or if they see that the the demographic suits, then they'll air it in Australia. Yeah, okay. hmm. Interesting stuff. Is it? Probably not really. Oh,
0: it is a little bit. (laughs) I'm still probably not going to watch it, but it is cool. It's definitely good to see where, you know, where moocs come from, and guess like that. I don't watch much of their stuff. Their 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 videos aren't really my speed for the most part. But
1: I watched the EK I wa- Civic. Oh yeah, that was recently. I'm like you. They most of their builds. It's not really my style. They have epic production value. Yeah. their They've videos been, are, f-
0: are freaking fantastic. Very
1: good at what they do. Yeah, they just they just don't
0: do cars that I give, like that. I'm really interested in. The only time I really used to watch them was when Al would be on there yeah. doing. Doing whatever project or whatever they were doing, usually turbo and something. Yeah, yeah. So that that's they're the videos that I like to watch. Mm. Yeah, but either he, way, it's pretty cool.
1: He brings something cool special to the show.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he'll do good. Mm. Who knows what he bloody go
1: to from there? Yeah, who knows? Well, we've spoken enough about. A lot of hot topics. should That we is, sh- yeah, that is a long time. Isn't it? it is, it is. I did say this was going to be a banger of an episode. You didn't fucking it. And I still, leg.
0: I still think we're not even getting it all out there. You know, nah. I just feel like I got so much more.
1: Oh, I reckon we. Could. Well, it's yeah, it's been a minute. Anyhow, we should shift across to. You know what really grinds my gears. <laughs> Running on the chip. On the chip, powered by our friends at ReadSpeed. First of all, i got to say a massive thanks to all of you weapons who uh get around our videos and have been supporting ReadSpeed. We've been hearing from Dan um and following. Obviously, we put some Read Speed gear on the VH and we have some on the VR behind us. And uh a few of you guys have actually put your hand in your pocket and and bought some gear. So from us, not necessarily from them, from us, we want to say thank you for supporting yeah. the people that support us. Yep. We've even uh I think there's a pulley kick going across the ditch to Inzidbrew. Yeah. Which is uh pretty impressive. Pretty cool, yeah. After watching the
0: video. So yeah. sometimes people just don't know the stuff that's out there, eh? So that's why we dribble
1: on and harp on about this stuff that we think's cool. And even if they know it's out there, you know, like I think I'm going to fucking toot my own trumpet for a minute here. Yeah, go I, think, on. I think we did a good job of showcasing how easy it fits and how well it fits up to the engine as well. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, thanks to all of you guys who have been um, supporting those who support us. Because yeah. it does, you know, that feedback does come back to us and it does go a long way for us building a relationship with these people, which hopefully then benefits you guys in the long run. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's it. It's always good to see, you know, Dan. You know, give us a sponsorship, and he just loves what we're doing and stuff. And we we just think that's just so cool as it is. But then for him to see like just a little bit of ROI on on what he's done for us coming back, you know, it's it's that that's the that's the hundred percent the idea that we're going for here.
1: Yeah, and it's only because we already use it and believe in it.
0: That's right. So
1: anyhow, I know that for once. The first time ever, you've got something that got you on the chip.
0: On the chip. It might be too much of a word on the chip, but <laughs> I was watching something the other day and it fucking, it. yeah, okay, it got me on the chip. It buzzed you. This fucking cutlery that's like paper or cardboard. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was a Japanese video and the, this is what got me pissed off. The fucker pulls it out of this shrink wrap plastic. You, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, you know the plastic that's on the side of your fucking juice box? Yeah. Bigger version of that, right? <laughs> it's got this folded up origami fucking spoon in it. And so he's saving the world with this fucking paper spoon that's in a fucking plastic slip. Oh. Just fuck right off, eh? Seriously. You are not working towards a greener future at this point. Absolutely. And then I'm watching him unfold the fucking thing. I'm like, that is going to be
1: rooted. In three scoops at best. How good is it when you go down to your local Mickey D's or your HJ's or whatever and you get yourself a fucking sweet little frozen Coke because it's about 35 degrees out fucking side and you need something that's just going to cool you down. You've got a cup and it's got all this wax and plastic and shit all over it and you've got the plastic lid but you've got a fucking paper straw and the thing turns to paper mache before you're even halfway through the drink. I've had,
0: you know, I haven't even been to Macca's since they've gone to paper straws. Do you
1: know what would be better? Put a paper top on the cup and give me back a plastic fucking straw.
0: Lucky you didn't give me a stainless straw because I stabbed you in the fucking neck with it at this point. And I've <laughs> just had enough. I've had enough. So that got me on the chip. And I had another one as well. Oh, and this, this is, we got a tofa. This is a tofa. <laughs> My lovely, gorgeous wife. How good is it having a wife sometimes? Yeah, all, all the time. All the time. Where where we live, you've got uh, we've got a normal bin, a general waste bin, a recycle bin, and then you've got a green organics bin. Yeah. And we uh, I don't know if you've got them, Jeff, but we've got the little sort of bench top. Yeah, It's the like bench a top smaller bin, bin yeah. and it's uh, you just put your like little you know your your veggie peelings and yeah. your food scraps and all that you've in there. You
1: got a compostable bag that you put compostable in
0: there. bag. That's it. There yeah. you go. You got me there, brother. Yeah. My wife. Okay. Much like the paper straws that are good for fuck all, these bags, you look at them for long enough and they start Mm. dissolving. Yeah. My lovely, gorgeous, beautiful wife.
1: Of whom you love dearly. Fills
0: the cunt up. (laughs) You're well beyond the SWL of this thing. I fucking promise you. I get home from work and I'm looking at this thing and then I just glance at her and go, are you... Are you for real? You're we blo- have this thing every time. Every time. <laughs> Blowing out
1: the microphone on this. Jesus. I'm
0: getting a bit passionate. It's just funny. And like... And the bins as well. I'm sure everyone's wife here does the same, eh? Yeah. You just keep piling that cunt until you take it out, basically. And you're just <laughs> dropping shit all over the floor on the way out. But yeah. Since- I thought... It was just annoying. you got to try and fold the... You know, you pull the, the loops up. And then yeah. you, you can't even... They can barely even tie it the falls cuts together. There, you yeah. go to lift that thing out, you're blowing out straight away. So here's the stupid like, you know, thing. You,
1: you know what it is? Here's the stupid thing. You got chooks. Why don't you just not have a line of them? Oh, the you...
0: chooks can't have everything. This is oh, we give yeah. we, we can only feed the chooks so much. Yeah, I got two young boys that fucking eat that much food and leave that much scraps. It's ridiculous. I could have twenty <laughs> chooks and that still wouldn't eat at all. But you are right. The chooks are well fed. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that'd be funny because I know that, you know, maybe yourself or others can relate to just those, you just love these women so much, but they, and I'm sure I piss her off 20 times more than that. But no. I, <laughs> you? Hey, don't, fuck you going hard tonight. No, no hard. I'm
1: standing up for you, bro. You,
0: you tell me you've just been missing me and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> So, yeah, I thought listening. that would be funny to bring up anyway, Jeff. What about yourself, mate? What have you got?
1: My gripe that I've come across this uh, month is anonymous posts on Facebook. Have we become that soft of yes. a society? Cause, and it's not even like – I can understand – if you're in certain Facebook groups, if you're trying to plan a surprise for someone or whatever, but it's literally like, I need recommendations for insert boring fucking bland hobby here. Are you that piss weak that you can't have your name attached to asking for a recommendation for something? Are you that scared of being thought of as being dumb because you needed someone to point it? I don't understand why everyone needs to be nameless and faceless all of a sudden, I am probably not on social media as much as I used to because I'm fucking busy doing all of this other shit, but a lot of you guys that watch our videos, I'm sure have seen me comment or post on a group. You're a fucking pest a lot of the time won't you You'd get on there and
2: yeah,
1: yeah, you used
0: to be you, That's used, to, fair. you used to you used to used to be a pest or a troll at least. I was good at it though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that was when you had some spare time. That's when because I'd see you post something like, "This can't got nothing better to do." <laughs> <laughs> now you've got two
1: kids. It's like we don't see
0: Jeff in yeah. there anymore. <laughs> eh?
1: But and you know, like I'm, I'll ask stupid questions and they get stupid answers. Whatever. But I put my name and my face to it. But you'll probably have a a good old college
0: try and do a bit of research yourself as well. There's you don't need to ask in groups a lot of the time, you know, a lot of these search bar. Yeah. Use the search bar or just (laughs) use, you know, Google or your fucking
1: brain. Yeah. But I just can't, it just baffles me that every two seconds on these Facebook groups. Now, what groups are you on Jeff? I'm on a lot of automotive groups, obviously Mm. I'm on a lot of, uh, for those who know me personally, you'll know that if I'm not doing car stuff, I'm, Somewhat passionate about my lawn care. So I'm in a lot of lawn groups. Fuck
0: yeah, that sounds riveting, eh? Shut
1: up. <laughs> but, um, I I did a small video series actually, uh, on one of the lawn care groups because. You've been um, doing videos with other people, you <laughs> slut. <laughs> slut. What's this thing, slut? But, um,. If, if you're on there, you'll know what happened. It's a long story, but I did I not have the best lawn in the area? Mm. Mm. Yeah, made a fatal mistake. Look, long story short. Yeah, you're gonna best, give us a short version, yeah, yeah. real quick. Yep, best lawn in the area, hands down, no question. Self-proclaimed. Yeah. or fuck off. Uh, I mean, I'll support you, but that's because yep. you're my mate. Thank you, thank you. Um, Come home after night shift, it's just before winter. So I'm like, right, got to get on top of these weeds. I'm going to spray the pre emergent. Next minute, I've hit the whole lot with Roundup. I fucked it. Because I'm half asleep at this point. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm after night shift going, I'll do that, then I'll go to bed. Fucking she'll be good. No. Nah, How long did it take
0: re- for you to figure out it was Roundup?
1: About a week. <laughs> <laughs> when it all started dying. Um,. Yeah, anyway. Long, arduous journey to get my lawn back and it's still nowhere near what it was, but I've started you know, I did the full drake. Started from the bottom, now we're here. And I've done that exact thing before. Yeah. But I did it on purpose. So if I'm not on a couple of and I'm only on a couple of select lawn care groups, but if I'm not on that So you're not a full weirdo, you're just sort of nah, like Yeah, just a little in. bit of a weirdo. Yeah. Um a bit of low and slow barbecue, mm. don't mind a bit of that. Mm. Yeah but let's be honest cars occupy my mind 20 hours a day i reckon
0: sometimes more than they should
1: sometimes or always more than they should yeah here we are you know it's good what fun. about you what about you you'd be in oh i'm in a few moto groups as well i guess uh
0: yeah not really much else yeah a bit of a bit of motocross stuff um Mid-school BMX stuff.
1: Oh Yeah. Man, I've been hunting. If anyone's got one, I want a 2000 model Mongoose Pro Menace in red. Not a cruiser. I don't want the 24-inch cruiser. I want a 20-inch. 20 24 would probably suit you, though. I know, but that's not what I had. Mm. I want a red 2000 model Mongoose Pro Menace. I found a 2002 in black, but... That had the gyro and shit. Mine it's just, just not the gyro. vibe, eh? Yeah, no. Anyway, what else?
0: Um, that's kind of it, really, I think. I'm a fucking boring human.
1: Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, they probably your stuff. I could go on and have a look now, but yeah. yeah. no. Nah. I've got some of that. Uh, it's not that important. Nah, no, for, not for where we're going, but...
1: I think as far as social media trends go, the uh, latest one that my wife has uh, brought to my attention was Girl Math. Have you been? I've see,
0: I've been on Instagram, I follow a uh, one of the pages I follow on my profile. It's called The Gains. Do the you Gains. follow him? The Gains. No. It's like a Bodybuilder. As he's a bodybuilder one, but it doesn't have anything really bodybuilding on there. As such he's just got heaps of like sort of you know, adult type memes and stuff that are just funny. He's like a meme lord, this fella. Yeah. And he's been putting up some girl maths, boy maths. Yep. Type things that are quite funny, yeah.
1: Yeah. So. It's all pretty funny. It's all about justifying like an outrageous expense and basically acting like it costs you nothing, right? Mm. That's the gist of it. Um, so I've got car guy maths. I posted it the other day and it seemed to get a pretty good response. Some people definitely resonate with it. So here's my definition of car guy maths for you, K okay, Fizzy. So you're going to spend 50 grand to build a $30,000 car. And then once you've done that, you're going to spend $2000 to prep it for a race that pays out 500 bucks. That's car guy math right there. Fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> and you're going to have the fucking little pink thing hanging out the whole time too. Yep. You're going to be chuffed on it.
1: Yep. You're gonna and be then...
0: fucking chuffed on it. And then you're going to lose and you're not going to care.
1: <laughs> so here's the thing, you're going to have your fun with the car, right? And you're going to go, right, that's it, I'm done, wrap it up. You're going to advertise that motherfucker, you're going to get everyone low balling you. You're going to get 23 grand for this car. Remember you spent 50 grand building this $30,000 car that you've just got $23,000 for, but it's all good because you only paid 18 grand for it to start <laughs> with. <laughs> so you made money. That's called winning. That's that's car guy That's maths. fucking winning right that's there. That's car guy hey. maths, baby. Yeah. That is, is, it... is so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Came up with that on a long night shift. Yeah. And it was a long night shift. <laughs> they, they get like that, eh? They get yeah. like that.
0: It just reminded me. A little thing. I reckon we've got, in our scene, the Stig. You know the Stig like that? don't You don't know who he is. Oh, yeah. You don't know where he is? Yep. I was talking to our friend Mondo just before on our Ooh. thing. He messaged. He said the Commodore nut. He's up and he's about and he's around. He's seen him in a thread somewhere. I think it might have been on a YouTube video in the comments section. Commodore nut. Now, all you guys that are our vin- our vintage or older probably, mm. A wealth of knowledge would be an understatement. We need to find this guy. I said to I said to Mondo, "I said, fuck, wouldn't that be good to get him on the podcast or or whatever, even just sort of know where he is and where he's from and all that yeah. kind of stuff? Because he's such a mysterious guy. Yeah, I thought he died or just give up on everything, but he's Com- around. He's Commodore, still there. you remember the Commodore? Nut, don't I you? remember. He knows everything.
1: I know. He's the like Commodore.
0: the Rain Man for Commodores. You give him yeah. a VIN. Vin fucking code and he'll tell you everything. I I thought he must have worked at Holden for a good amount of time.
1: He's probably in the production line.
0: That's what I figure. I don't know. But if any of you guys out there know... He's probably
1: that one... Give us some fucking insight. He's probably that one bloke. You know, there's one in every workplace and he's been there since chicken was an egg. He was there when they fucking first turned the lights on and he's going to be there when they turn the lights off. Yeah. That was probably him when they punched the last Commodore off the production line and turned the lights off on the joint, that was probably Commodore Nut. Yeah. You reckon?
0: Yeah, I reckon we need to find him. Yeah. I really do. I really do. So if anyone, anyone out there, make this into a real Jeff. We've got to find the Commodore Nut.
1: All right. We're on the hunt. Uh, because he's,
0: so he's going to be our stick. I wish we lived over there. I wish, because I mean, he's a South Australian, isn't he? I don't know.
1: Yeah, don't Let's know. start. Well, he's from SA. So, well, because you've got the Elizabeth plant, That was in South Australia. And then you got uh, Lang Lang, which was in Victoria. Mm. And then there was a Brisbane plant as well. Really? Yes. There was some, I think that was pretty early days, but there was a Brisbane plant um, for some early Commodores. Did you see the thing on
0: the interwebs? It was fairly recently where they're preserving that GMH bit of flooring. I don't know which state it was at. Oh, yes. Which one was that? Really oh. cool. I didn't realise it was right on the side of the road. Like, it was covered in weeds and shit. I thought that would have got smashed up like donkeys ago. Yeah, right. Pretty cool, though. It was like a tiled, like, entrance that they've just left there. Everything else was gone. The whole thing was flat. Mm. And I think it was covered in weeds, but they've sort of, like, you know, kicked back all these weeds and there's this tiled, like, the old GMH in the sort of wow. roundy-shaped, all yeah. tiled, like,
1: oh. Yeah. How cool.
0: Fuck. That's, yeah, so good. I love yeah. that shit. Yeah, absolutely. I even actually watched, you know those guys that do the videos where they sort of like break into like old abandoned places? Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. a, a dude break into one. or you know, not break in, but yeah, walk yeah. through one of the old Holden plants and just wow. look through all the decrepit the shit that was left behind. That Pretty cool, been, eh?
1: Yeah, that would have been cool. Cool,
0: but also really sad <laughs> at the same time. And because...
1: somewhat illegal. <laughs> <laughs> As oh, a, oh, that is a disgrace. Let the record show that Kurt just opened a new can without putting it up to the microphone.
0: I, I apologise. You're I'm, a getting fuck- all, I'm getting all emotional here talking about the Holden that is no longer.
1: Mate. Pour a sip on the concrete. Yeah, <laughs> pour one out for GMH.
0: Yeah, so I thought uh, that'd be cool. I'd, be lo- I'd love to... Like, imagine if we had someone like him that could just chime in every now and again, just, mm. you know... Spread a little bit of wealth. Someone like him, when the knowledge doesn't get part... Like, he's shared a lot, don't get me wrong, or whatever. But, like, once someone like that is no longer sharing anything anymore, it's not cool. Yeah. It's really
1: not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because
0: information, like... There's a lot of gatekeepers. It can just die and never Mm. come back. And you don't really think about it, but, like, it's just... There'd be bits of information Like now that like, Aussie V8's gone There'd be information on there That no one can remember anymore How much And the guy that wrote it's like No longer here
1: How much knowledge do you think Has been lost over time And not just talking about car stuff you mean, yeah, you mean general. like over just human Yeah Yeah a
0: lot wow. People aren't getting smarter bro no. They are not getting smarter I can If there was one thing I could like guarantee It'd be that yeah. People are not getting smarter No We are And don't get me wrong I'm down the bottom there, but
1: you know. Yeah. But our field of view is narrowing. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of guests, obviously now we're on the hunt for the Commodore Nutt. That is a thing. Mm. But speaking of guests for the podcast, if you guys have anyone that you think would be interesting or if you've got a pathway for us to contact someone uh, that you'd like to have on the podcast, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in Perth that would be handy given where we live but we would tee something up for an event that we would attend in the future maybe so if you had someone in say Adelaide, Melbourne, Brisbane, whatever, Sydney um you know if we were traveling to an event at one of these places that would um you know that'd be beneficial we've actually shout out to um Cal SPL, he's put us on to a fella, well, he's managed to have an invite extended to us to have um, a pretty cool guest on the podcast, which is something that we need to arrange in the future. Is that is he going to be our number one guest? Like, Is that going to be the first and foremost one? Do you... Was well, the first one we got lined up, I guess, unless yep. we get one of our mates on or something just to yep. test the waters, but um, I mean, I don't have a problem with uh, jumping straight to it. Cal SPL himself is probably a bit of a a bit of a clue. Yeah, but um yeah, I think it would be cool. But yeah, if you guys have got anyone that you think would be interested in coming on to such a prestigious show, yeah, as, as the Talk Hub podcast. Yeah, we've
0: just probably just about worn out like how much we can dribble
1: on. Oh, look, I'm sure we could keep going, but We could, but to like, ha- who would listen? Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely think it would be cool to Start doing a few guests yeah. and just I think we've start got our, trying to get a little bit better.
1: Yeah. We've got our format down, we've tried and tested the equipment. Hell, we've even done it live, which thanks to all you guys on the live stream, that was sick. Mm. But um, it's time for us to branch out and bring you the stories, yeah, some insights from some iconic people in the or scene. even
0: just normal people, not even iconic people, just but normal
1: some, people. Some of these iconic people. Are disguised as normal people. They are normal people, but that's what I mean. But they're iconic. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. It's like you've got normal Joes. They're just getting about their business. But then this is the thing: celebrity is very subjective. If you put, say, Brad Pitt in the middle of like an African desert, no one's gonna give a fuck who he is. But they've probably got some magic umfumfu. Down the tribe, down the road, that they think is God's gift. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's the same thing in this scene. You've got some people who have a, a certain presence, I guess, um, a certain knowledge base, a certain—I um, don't know—that they're a figure within themselves. They think they're just ordinary Joe, but to someone, they are the shit. Yeah, Commodore nut. He's probably just an average. Where Joe. you at, bro? Yeah. Yeah, so get with us. Our stig, If you've got someone that you think would be
2: cool, yes, up.
1: Yeah,
0: no, that'd be good. I reckon we could pick a few. I reckon we could ask a few guys. Yeah. You did, you did ask. You asked um, Aiden Stempalio. Would love to get him on. His Tirana. is so good, so cool. Yeah, you Aiden, got that thing low, bro. You Aiden got that thing said, proper low.
1: Yeah. Aiden said he'd be cool. I think. Um, Blackie, shout out to our dude Blackie at Black Magic Racing Cars. He'd be keen. Um, you know, there'd there'd be some people. Yeah, I'm sure we could con someone into thinking it was a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> no, definitely. I'd like we to like to dorm in in
0: person though. Like the ones over sort of video link is not yep. gonna not gonna really. I mean,
1: we could look into it. I'd be like, I'm not opposed to if someone else does a podcast that's via video link and like they wanted to, like I've done one before with, um, the motor mount podcast. That was a long time ago, but, um, I'm not opposed to doing that for someone, but. Was that Kieran's us, podcast? It was. Yeah. yeah. So they've got a new one now. Yes. Idle talk. Idle talk. So I
0: watched, I was going to watch, uh, well not, I was going to, I did, I watched the first little bit of that and then I got busy. So I had to duck off, but it's all about burnouts, which will which will appeal to a lot of people because burnouts are really popular yep. these days, and they're all like down to earth, really cool guys, and they heaps it inside. I learned something in the first five minutes.
1: They got sick cars too. Oh yeah, they they're all cool cars,
0: very very oh, well, they're just cool guys. yeah, I haven't even met them yet. I can't wait to meet
1: them all. I've met Kieran. Yeah. I was going to meet um Pinky. Craig, but, mm. you know, he was at work. We'll get over there. We'll Sucks get over to there. suck, Craig. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I watched it. Within five minutes, I learned, hey, when you're doing a burnout and all the smoke's there, look up. Look up and use your landmarks. I thought, fuck, what a great idea. Yeah. What a great idea. I'm still hitting the wall. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so go and check that out. If you're into your skids or just listening to other... Other Aussies talk about cars and
1: stuff. Head Go across, and check it out. Yeah. Head across to the Winging It Motorsports YouTube channel and check out Idle Talk. I am trying to encourage them to jump on Spotify as well because I know there's a few of you guys that love our YouTube channel but you want to listen to our podcast on Spotify. Um, so I'm trying to talk them into the same.
0: Yeah, it, it'll be, it's worth the effort, isn't it, Jeff?
1: I think so, yeah. Podcasts, there's some people who do want to watch them. But um, for me personally, I like to listen to podcasts.
0: It depends what um I like. I like both.
1: Yeah. So when I I watch a lot
0: of Gypsy Tail because he does a lot of motocross guys. And, yep. Super and cross that sort of and, stuff. Yep. So depends what sort of time I have available and what I'm doing. Sometimes you know, obviously, if you're driving, you can just throw it on. Yep. But yep.
1: yeah, sometimes it's good to watch. Yeah. I'd like to breach a new. Um, segment to the podcast if you're uh, not against it. (laughs) Under the bridge. (laughs) Under the bridge. We're going to go visit where the trolls live under the bridge in the comments section. That's where you
0: live, bro, isn't it? (laughs) It
1: is. That's where you used to live. uh, We asked... uh, you guys, if we were going to get into the comments section and uh, make it a segment to help us out with a name, I got to be honest, I did come up with this one myself, but there was um, a couple of people that did influence my my thought, my creative juices, I guess. Um, talking about trolls and things like this, I was like, because you know, there was one person I can't remember the name, I haven't got my phone handy, but it was um, he said, "Oh, comment cockheads," like. <laughs> Yeah, no nah, that that'd be accurate. <laughs> Not holding any punches there. Yeah. <laughs> and then someone else said something about trolls, and I was like, trolls. Where do trolls live? Mm. Under the bridge. You're a fucking genius, mate. Eh? I'm a wordsmith. A I'm wordsmith. Uh, so we're going to jump into the comments. Have you got any comments to stick out to you, K? No, free?
0: you've just dropped me in this, bro. Like you I just have. dropped. It. I've never yeah. even heard that before. Or well, maybe I have, but I forgot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that, by the way? That was pretty cool. I just... Magic. Uh, I, I Google it or I Google it and then it comes up with a YouTube tutorial on how to do something and then I just You're doing copy, it wrong. I copy you, what they do. You got to go into your
0: group, post anonymously yeah. <laughs> and get everyone to spoon feed you everything and then yes. you just fuck right off. Yeah. Get out of there. And then once they've spoon...
1: Cheers, <laughs> Once they've spoon fed me, i got to jump in the DMs of the guys yep. that sound like they know something and yep. then ask them just to do it for me. Wear them out. Yeah. Yep. That's the way. No. I'll did it myself
0: holy shit he did it yourself and it actually happened well wow. it's wild yeah crazy.
1: No, it's a crazy concept um but the comments there hasn't obviously we haven't put out much content lately um but the comment section i did see someone get after us about the VY v6 ute and told us just to leave it alone and don't ruin such a good car a classic a classic yeah isn't it funny? Because the same thing happened to Scotty with the VS. It's, I it's did say that it's not the original color. It doesn't have the original fucking engine in it. And everyone's going, "Oh, don't do it to such a nice car!" Look, let me tell you all right now. If that's your view, you're going to get really fucking upset with us at some point. So. At some point, yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't. I just don't get it. It's a Commodore Youth.
1: And our VYV system... I'm pretty sure... Sh- let's remember, we got this car for free. It has gremlins. It's got some questionable smells, tastes, appearances. Bumps, bruises. Um, it's a great car to do what we're going to do with it. But that's not leave it alone. We're not going to leave it alone. I don't understand why everyone, and then you get If you going, want to
0: leave something like that alone or anything alone, you're watching the wrong Yeah. thing. But
1: then it's also like, oh, I was looking for one of them. I'd pay. No, you wouldn't. No, you fucking wouldn't. You weren't looking. You're just saying that. Yeah. I highly doubt it. But it seems to be a thing at the moment where everyone just wants everyone to leave them alone. It's like, well, then what do you fuck with?
0: I don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't yeah, I don't get it. We I don't um, think there's anything out there that needs to be left alone for the no. most part, no. depending on who owns it and what you do with it, like. Let's talk If you're about, willing, if you have the car mm, and you're talking about cutting up the car and you're okay with that, then that's that's all that needs to be said. If you really. own it
1: and chances are you're probably not looking at selling it, then what does it matter? Yeah. Yeah, it's I don't
0: enough, get it. I fucking love cutting shit up.
1: Let's talk about the uh I'm just gonna grab another can here. Hang on. Seeing as you failed us, yeah, I'm just sorry gonna man. <claps> oh, That good. was good too. Good. That wasn't good. Um let's talk about the current street machine cover car. Tim Laidler, VL S V eighty eight. Genuine VL S V eighty eight. Big block chef, fourteen seventy one blower, cage as far as the eye can see, cut, chop, don't like everyone, there's so many people that get upset about that. Is there? Yep. And you know who they are? They're the
0: people that will I could almost guarantee would never own, own one. one. No. Ever. Yep. I guess they're just living You can only live through your own skin and mm. You know, they would probably really want one, but they would want it just to keep it mint, I guess.
1: Uh, Look, there's nothing wrong with that either. I think there is definitely a place for preserving, say, automotive 100%. But if you're the guy that wants to buy one and put a 540 cube Chev in there with a 1471 blower, then go for it. Yeah. Get some. And it's like you've said in the past – I don't think that cutting a genuine car of limited build makes it worse. It makes it better. The fact that you've taken a car with some sort of pedigree or prestige. Let's be honest. All the shells are the same from the factory. Dude, the only fucking
0: thing that makes... To a lot of people, the only thing that makes a car worth... You know, like say top tier versus something that's worth is nothing. It's the, plate on is the, the fucking <laughs> plate that's been riveted on there? It's ri- it's fucking ridiculous. It yeah. honestly is ridiculous. Like yeah. like a lot of people think this car is an, an SS BT1. because it looks like BT1. an SS. It looks like an SS because that's the look that I like. It's actually just an executive that was sold to the police.
1: No, it's not. It's a BT one. Yeah, yeah it's a,
0: but it's an executive <laughs> with some slightly better suspension i believe fe2 suspension and a big fucking fuel tank and a speedo that goes up by two kilometer an hour increments it it doesn't it doesn't mean anything it's they're all the same cars they're all mass-produced shit boxes like it really doesn't matter if that car was an ss it would actually be worse because it would have that dog shit irs suspension in it that nobody wants (laughs) anyway yeah you know like yeah, I'm not one of the guys that loves living off what the ID plate says, yeah. and there's heaps of those guys out there. there. How many Series Two fucking five litre five speed VS wagons were made? Who gives a fuck? No, nobody th- cares. That
1: were made in Delft blue. Yeah, yeah. or Weird. whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. I don't know if
0: I went off on a tangent, then Jeff, but nah, yeah, nah.
1: yeah. It's the thing. Like the Timmy's the- car is elite. You can't is.
0: even. You it's. Know. It can't even be in any sort of conversation with anything because it's not even... It's its its whole own thing now. It shook me. It did. It fucking did. The and I that's... don't even like big blower cars. I've said it before. They're not my thing, no. really. Yeah. But that... Yeah, he just, he just nailed it. I think at the right time in history, you know what I mean? We've seen a million mm. of just about every other HDT or HSV sort of variant, you know? Yeah. And he's just picked... One of the rarer ones executed like ridiculous, put a, you know, retardedly highly strung combo in it, like used all good people. Like it's just, you yeah, know, it is what it is. It and, it, seems- and he's got it on the cover of Street Machine. Did you say that already? It is. It's on yes. the cover of Street Machine. That has got to be, that, that is a goal that not many would achieve a lot a lot of people would love to have that. I would love. I don't think I ever will, but I would love to have something on the cover of any mag, but Street Machine is the premiere like that there's nothing better than a street machine
1: cover. Honestly, Street Machine's just about all we got left.
0: But e- even when they were all around, yeah, Street yeah. Machine has all has always been the premier yeah publication. Uh-huh.
1: So but it just it I don't know. It's just a thing. In the comments you see it a lot and we've seen it in our own, you know, like that VY V6 ute, which we got for $0, it cost us nothing. It took us half an hour to get the thing running so that we could drive it home and we weren't sure if it was going to make it back. You know what I mean? And people are gone, oh, you should leave it alone. Just clean it up. Leave it stock. It's a good ute. Like, fuck off. I'm not putting any effort into that. No, Doing that. No. I clean if you in- said
0: to me, "Look, we're going to get this VU, uh, VYU, and we're yeah. going to like clean it up," well, I clean it, and, and then I'll be like,
1: "Fuck off!" I clean the interior, but oh, you know, for yeah, you know what I mean, hygiene yeah. purposes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just yeah, it's it's a thing that like I say, Scotty's had the same thing with that VSU. Yeah, Everybody's that baffled got, me. Oh it's too nice don't go do it. it's a column shift and it's this and it's that it's the wrong color it's got the wrong end well it's got the right engine but not the original engine in it like what it's it had like a tech screw holding not the a single v6
0: commodore it. ever made no. is worthy of no. any sort of preservation
2: there whatsoever. are certain,
1: there are certain special cars out there I say, if you wanted to preserve it and preserve that moment in automotive history, I would not care. I'm not going to say support. Yeah, I wouldn't support it because I'd be like, man, I'd put a fucking do. Yeah, <laughs>
0: but cause... it just comes down to what we always say: do what what you want to do. But I just don't see how hey, you've got all this free time to then express what you feel someone else should do. Mm. I don't tell. I could look at a lot of people's stuff and go, yeah, that I think that looks shit or whatever. But I do not feel the need to put that out, or first of all, to them or yeah. into the ether at all. Like you don't need to be punching negative shit out there. Like no. it's if you're not saying anything nice, don't say anything at all, you know,
1: mm-hmm. really. Hey, look, there can be constructive criticism, which not, it, isn't necessarily nice. And people, sometimes you need to hear it. But it's got to be of a constructive nature.
0: Yeah. I don't, and I'm not coming from like, I don't want to hear your negative comments because I'm the sort of guy that seriously does not give a fuck.
1: Because they're the people that post anonymously on Facebook.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, you're wasting your breath, really. Mm. But anyway.
1: Now, I want to turn it around because not all of the comment section has been super nasty. Most of it's good. Yeah. And I love. It is. The comments.
0: I, I do, do too. I get in there and answer every single thing I can, or yeah. everything. That yeah. If it's worthy of an answer, if you're on there and you've been a fuck, we're, we're pretty much going to ignore you because it's just...
1: No, a, we're not. They're going to be in this segment. Oh, but you, there's been plenty that have been ignored. <laughs> yeah, and they will be. But I want to say, like I say, I didn't want to touch on it earlier, but I've got some shit going on mm. at the moment. So um, if... You've been following us on the socials. My young fella hasn't been doing too good lately. Um, and it's, look, it's certainly not life-threatening at this point, but he's been having some pretty serious seizures um, of late, and it's something that we've been trying to get on top of, which is now basically the third time around it's resulted in multiple seizures. Um, and I'm not saying this for any kind of sympathy or whatever, but... Um, I'm getting to a point and I'll get to it. I promise. Um, but this third time around has gone to multiple seizures and we've got to get to the bottom of it essentially. Um, specialist appointments, lots of tests, uh, brain scans. We've got some surgery coming up. Um, so I posted up and said that, you know, there's going to be delay on your videos coming up because of that. Um, And there was nothing but love from all of you guys. And I think obviously one of the ones that stood out to me was never apologize for putting your family first, which Mm. was awesome. Um, All of you guys are super supportive, especially like our regular viewers and whatever. And there's some people that jumped in the comments. I've never seen their usual name. You know, they've probably been there since day dot, but they've jumped in just to be like, hey, you know. Take take your time, which is awesome. So, just want to reach out and say big thanks to all of you guys. Um, As I said before, we've got some surgery coming up for my little dude. He's two and a half years old and um, nothing crazy. But that's going to put me about two hours away from home for the next two weeks. So, whilst we've got a whole video essentially filmed at the moment that I haven't edited. I'm going to edit this podcast because it's a hell of a lot easier than doing that video. Um, Get this podcast out. I've got that video. Kurt's already been filming another video while I've been busy uh, attending to the family. So that will continue going. I'm probably going to, because I'm going to be two hours from home, basically doing nothing but sitting with him while he recovers uh, from this procedure. So... I'll probably go back through some of our back catalogue and make some more reels and shorts and like TikToks sort of stuff. Um, so We've been you, missing the
0: reels, though. The reels I are ha- well, yeah, because I haven't... They're a
1: lot of work, though, aren't they, Joe? They are. They are. But, yeah, I just haven't had the, mm. the time to do it. So um, that's probably something I'm going to do in my absence. Look forward to seeing some of that. And I'm probably going to bring back some of like... The builds from the archives, you know what I mean. Like I'll put some, some fresh clips up from say the Turbo Tuna or from Liam's VPU or from the XY. So we can maybe try and excite, um, some interest from a new audience, I guess. So if you guys see it and you see someone or you know someone that might be interested or think it's cool, share it around. Do help us out because it does help us out. Mm. It does We've help us out. just clicked
0: a lot. twelve thousand. Subs on the YouTube.
1: Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh which it's is been s cool. it's
0: been a slow going slow going thing, that really's been yeah. as far as subscribers and stuff go. But which I
1: think we touched on that before. Was it in the live potty or in the one before where yeah, it's like I think we've captured the Holden Five Litre early Commodore sort of audience, you know what I mean? We probably need to branch out, which I think the VY V 6 U would be good for we'll get some eco tech enthusiasts on board and we'll sort of grow our audience that way but um yeah that's uh essentially what the hold up is guys um I don't want to go too deeply into it and I don't want to put a big downer on what's been a very fun podcast so far And we're not done yet but um I guess as we're cresting the end of October and we start running into November which is I guess, somewhat unofficially known as mental health month, obviously Movember sort of triggered that trend. I want it to be a sign to you guys that if you've got something that's bugging you to tell your mates, you know, res- you know, definitely talk with your partner. This is something that, you know, even though I haven't been here in the shed, me and Kurt, we talk every day and, you know, it's something that, I've got to be strong for my family when I'm there, particularly when we're in the hospital and that kid's got fucking cords and shit hanging off him everywhere. It's scary as shit. Um, But you can be strong there, but make sure that you are getting some support. So there's always someone that's going to listen. I know that um, there'd be a lot of you guys that if I reached out to you to talk, you'd be there to listen. And we've been there for people in the past. Obviously, we can't help everyone, but we can be you know, some ears that'll listen um, and we have done, mm. you know, people do get in our inboxes and sort of ask for help with motivation for their cars or whatever. And, you know, we help where we can. We're certainly not no. experts. <laughs> no, not at all. You can see how long our shit's taken and that's only uh, one way of saying it. But yeah, I just wanted to, I guess, dedicate this couple of minutes of the podcast just to say that if you need if you feel like you need help, or if you're in a in a bad spot, definitely reach out to your mates. And if you don't feel like you can reach out to your mates, then you can reach out to us. We might not be able to help, um, but we'll be in here to listen. Mm. Sometimes just
0: just talking about it, eh? Yeah, just in general, you know, not necessarily expecting any answers or whatever. Just just saying it out loud.
1: And you know what? That's something that I've found pretty hard, and I think it's with most blokes as well because. If someone I know with me and you probably be the same, if someone presents you with a problem, you want to find a solution. Yeah. And you work hard. That's what trying, blokes are like, eh? Hey? Yeah. They but really that doesn't are. help. That doesn't always help. And if someone brings you a problem, they don't necessarily need you to solve it. They just need you to hear mm. and just support and be there. And that's probably, you know, by by trying to fix it for them, you might be doing more damage than you think. So but yeah. Just make sure, guys, look after your mates. Look after each other. Uh, we'll look after you where we can, and hopefully you'll look after us. Damn straight. Well said, Jeff. Thanks, brother. Anyhow, uh, I don't think we've got a hell of a lot by way of voice messages, but I'd like to move on to what is our favourite section of the podcast.
2: Hello?
1: Blower one. Blower wine. Even though Kurt's not a fan of big blower cars. That's, that's not the right thing. Oh, no, you said it. I'm going to make a clip. I'm going to post it everywhere. I'm going to make you look like a fuckhead, like I do every other time.
0: <laughs> hey, Matt McCabe, he hates you. <laughs> <laughs> I love that car. <laughs> fuck Phoenix. You're going to do a Jeff translation, <laughs> aren't
1: you? Hashtag fuck Phoenix. <laughs> Love Phoenix. That's
0: going through a rebuild right now, looking pretty... Well, not a rebuild, sorry, but like... A refresh. Refresh, yeah. Yeah, Ready for the next
1: season. Getting ready for Summonats and all that jazz. Fuck, man, that thing is sick.
0: It really is. Yeah.
1: And what a family to back it up as well. Yeah, absolutely. Really good people. Yeah. Anyhow, let's uh, move on to our one and only... Well, if I refresh this page, let's see if I refresh it. Yeah, nah, There's still only one. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, boys. Scotty here. How good was Drag Challenge? Friggin' the facility at the Bend. Drew, doing that amazing pass. Just crazy to think that they're, they're street cars. Yeah, all legal, but um, and cheers for the merch, boys. Killing it. Love the new tees, shirts. Keep doing what you're doing. Cheers. Scotty Watson, long-time supporter of the channel. OG. Yeah, thanks for uh, calling in, mate. Yeah, Yeah, we always
0: always love hearing from Scotty.
1: Yeah, we love hearing from all of you. And if you'd like to leave us a voice message, you can go to our website, talkhub.com.au. Where can they get it, Kurt? Where can they get What? voice message (laughs) look for the little red button that's on the side
0: it says leave a voicemail voicemail I think they call it don't they yep send voicemail send voicemail you just click on it it'll take you to a thing and you just press the record button you just say your little bit and then you can send it in you can listen to it just make sure that you don't sound like a fuckhead or whatever which is what I would do I mean you can just send it but I'm always I'm always like yeah no definitely sound like a fuckhead but I can't change that let's (laughs) send it anyway So, it's so easy. It'd be cool.
1: Yeah. So far, people have been uh, using it to ask us questions. But if you want to just shout out to a company that you've used and bought products through that you think was really good, or if you've, um, say, if you went to an event that you thought was gangster and you want to bring up a certain point, like there's. Share an opinion. Share an opinion, yeah. Or come up with a fucking.
0: Or if you know where Commodore Nut is at, (laughs) yeah. If you're Commodore Nut, fucking hit
1: us up. That's it. Why are you're there, buy a shirt. <laughs> you know what I was about to say and I'm not going to say <laughs> No, nah,
0: you can't say it.
1: <laughs> yeah. If you'd like to buy a shirt, talkhub.com.au. Go to the merch store. Yep. Uh, yeah. Drag challenge. How good. Yeah.
0: I think we covered most of what Scotty's on the same level as us, is Yeah. We're on yeah, the same wavelength.
1: Is. Yeah. Good dude. Good dude. Hope that uh, Falcon Project is coming along. I was going to
0: say, send us an update pick mate. We want to see where you're at. Yeah. And I'm
1: glad that you love your shirt, mate. Those Pick Your Poison shirts were on fire. We sold a whole bunch of them. We do still have some in stock in all sizes at the moment. The white T-shirt has been received exceptionally well. Have you noticed? I haven't noticed. Yes, you have. I haven't
0: noticed, but that's just because I'm not very observant. Yeah. The white tee sick. I love white T-shirts. Like I keep saying, I've just got two kids, yeah. two young boys, and they just fuck my white shirts up.
1: The white tees do look crisp though. Yeah, I'm a big fan. And yeah. if you have been nervous, if you've been thinking like, oh, I do want to buy it, but whatever. This isn't turning into a giant ad for our merch, by the way, but we, I'm going to... Once again, I'm going to toot my own horn. I reckon some of our merch is the greatest quality that's out there. Like, it is retail quality. You're not getting some, like, vinyl slapped on there that's only half pressed properly or whatever. This is all screen printed on very supple, very hard-wearing t-shirts. We punish the piss out of our shirts. For two years straight, and um, we
0: even we even pay the extra to get the other tags removed and get our custom tags put on, or yeah. have them just removed and have have our label screen printed on the inside, that's so it, it looks like a retail. It's a premium product. It's a premium, well, and, product. and with that meaning, we don't make much money off it. But that's
1: no. we're cool with that. If anything, I reckon the next order, the price unfortunately will have to go up. So if you do want to get in and you want to get in at the current price then please do because like I say we're not making jack shit off it and uh, which is okay
0: but yeah you got to draw the line somewhere don't you
1: well we're not going to take a loss for it no <laughs>
0: <laughs> we take a loss on plenty of other stuff can't Just, do it can't do it there as well are you? yeah you're right <laughs> you're right
1: thanks for the call Scotty like I say if any of you guys want to jump in head over to the website is there anything else you'd like to cover, Kurt?
0: I don't think so. I mean, I do have other stuff, but it's like you don't want to just keep keep doing it for the sake of doing it, you know. I want I was gonna talk about Granus's new compound turbo setup. Go
1: on, hit us with it. Because well, and I say that because our compound one J Z video has been on fire since Has it really? Yeah.
0: Shit, this is how observant of. I not wa- I don't look. I don't, I I don't, don't look.
1: usually look either, but every now and again, YouTube sends me a thing going like, oh, look at your analytics. And then it just oh, goes, yeah. this video in the last 28 days is going exceptionally well. Yeah. And it's that one. Yeah.
0: So the Grannis, the granus Supra, everyone knows about that. It's a stick shift Supra, 2000 horsepower, blah, blah, blah. He got sick of, This is this is just me sort of deciphering what he said on another video that I watched. He basically got sick of they've got to spray these things with nitrous. They've got such big turbos on these things. The cubic inches is obviously way down because it's a six cylinder. Yeah. Blah blah blah. We all 180 know
1: that. cube, I think they are. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Ish. So he's got to spray this thing with like a, a friggin' shitload of nitrous to obviously get it up to where he can utilize the frames frame the you know, the big frame turbo that he's using. And that can get like a real tricky balance as far as you know, you're really putting a lot of stress on on the engine at low RPM when you're trying to spray like put a lot of torque in on the engine. So he wanted to go to a compound setup to sort of get a little bit more power under the curve in order to just make it basically just to get a little bit more reliability. He's, he was starting to shit engines, you know, semi frequently or you know wear them out probably quicker than what you would like to to do. So yeah. he's gone to this compound setup and making straight away he's made like. Over 400, like, wheel horsepower under the curve extra, you know? So, that not necessarily higher numbers in the peak, although I'm sure he will eventually get there because he's going to be able to cram a hell of a lot more air in there.
1: But let's be honest, like, you're not at peak horsepower until, like, the end of the track, you know what I mean? Like, having he's got to... At his power level, you're looking at a lot of power management stuff anyway, but to be able to have... That extra horsepower on tap down low, if the track's good and you can ramp it straight back in there, that's going to equate, like we said before, 60 foot, that's where your time is. 60, 330, if you can make up a bunch of time in those two sectors, your quarter mile time is going to drop dramatically. Yeah. Yep. And so, having that power down low, obviously, he watched our video and thought it was a good idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. I thought that's what I was going to talk about. I was going to (laughs) joke. I was going to joke because when Matt first came up with the idea, because I'd done that a long time ago. Like, time gets away from me big time. Like, the years get by, and I'm like, fuck, was it really bad? Can you believe
1: we've been doing this on YouTube for four years?
0: No, I thought it was three. For yeah. real, I thought yeah. it was three. Is it We've four years? In
1: 2019. Wow. In October 2019 is when Shit, we that uploaded that years. Power
2: Cruise
0: video. I, so I built that compound set long up before long that. before then. And <laughs> I remember, I don't remember where we posted it up exactly, but we posted it up somewhere. And there was some like guys from Perth that were just like, "Why the fuck would you do that? It's a waste of time." Blah, blah blah. Which you know, all fair comments. Whatever. We definitely aren't like there from our brain power going. Yeah, we were way. We were like seven, eight years ahead of grandus. No, that's Look, not what I'm saying. But on... I think it's funny yeah. that like some like just some hunts from fucking whatever can yeah. just come up and package something and get it done and get it working and whatever. And it's the dumbest fucking thing in the world. But then. You know, you've got like tuned by Shane Shane Tecklenberg and uh, he, you know, he's doing something with an SR20 platform and a sport compact deal, and then you've got Granite Racing, and you've got quite a lot of different people starting to do this compound stuff. And it's like, once they do it, it's like, oh yeah, that's sick. It's well, just the.
1: I was going to say it'd be the same people that were calling you a fuckwit a couple of years ago that are the biggest nut huggers for Joe Granite now. You mm. know what I mean? Like, but let's not mix it. Up. yeah if, i'm definitely if, not saying if it, was, if it was us if we own that jzx 100 at the time i mean we think it's cool anyway but would you no have, way no uh, way no fucking would've...
0: way in hell would i have done that not a chance the you amount would've... of money that matt spent <laughs> doing the things that he's don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's the way to do it which matt just wanted yeah. to do it this way and we managed to package it and get it working yeah. and blah, yeah. blah, blah, all the it, The tale's still yet to be told as to whether it's really worth it or not because yeah. Would you
1: or would you not just put an 80-78 on it and fucking send it? I would have put...
0: With how much money he spent doing things the way he's done it, I probably reckon I could have... I would have went with like a 3-2, 3-2 Nitto sort of setup or a 3-4 or whatever and, yeah, nice single and just live the dream and it would have would have been great
1: but but you won't have that 300 horsepower under the curve down low Mm. it's horses for courses
0: Matt doesn't even care about that as such he just wanted to do something differently for the sake of doing it differently he's a
1: diesel fitter and he works on compound diesel shit all day fucking long and he wants a compound turbo in his super camry and fucking hats off to you Matt because we think it's cool as fuck
2: Yeah.
0: It's something different. Yeah. And that's what people end up talking about. They're not talking about all the standard sort of, you know, we're just so used to seeing a million horsepower out of this Turbo Barrel or this Turbo LS that, you know, people are looking for something different now. And I've noticed. Hey,
1: but if he wasn't making 2,000 odd horsepower like he is in that Supra, would they even be talking about the compound setup? Probably not. It's only the fact that he's already made... Well, that's, he's granted. He's yeah. like... Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's because it's him. Yeah. But I thought it was cool. I think it's, it's cool, cool. to see, guys, infinity amounts smarter than what us, than what we are going that way. So it's good to see, even from our point of view, the potential that, that there is. Yeah. With going that way. So... The Camry's going to TuneCorp fairly soon to get Mm, all... In the next couple of weeks. Well, yeah, I don't know exactly when, but it's basically the next thing. Matt's done everything. He's fully rewired the car. He's put all the MoTeC in it.
1: You built a catch can and you didn't even film it.
0: No, it was was a radiator overflow. (laughs) Oh, that's right. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's going to Shannon at TuneCorp really, really soon. I think he might spend a little time configuring all the electric electronics in that thing there's heaps going on oh, he's two got PDMs. you know he's got two <laughs> Two sets of CO2 boost control. So he's got like a dump and fill CO2 for the primary stage of turbocharging and then a dump and fill solenoid like, stage of CO2 for the secondary as oh, well. Fuck.
1: It's going to be a fucking...
0: He's going to be looking at like so many squiggly lines on that friggin' laptop. Yeah. It's going to make your friggin' head spin. So,
1: But the stupid thing is Shannon loves them squiggly lines. he would be sitting there just barred up going... Fuck! I love data. Yeah. So
2: <laughs> and it, yeah, it's
1: got all the sensors and stuff on it. So, uh,
0: I think the next after this, like Matt's not even looking to really turn it up yet because he knows he has some basic ass bitch turbos on it. Like we're talking like cast wheel Borg Warner shit that's on it. So that was just like a bit of a
1: concept proof. Remember, this was built like six years ago.
0: <laughs> plus, yeah. So, uh, I'm trying to get him to put like. Get a hold of like Jose at Forced Inductions and get him to spec to like two turbos for it.
1: Does anyone know anyone at Pulsar? No, Maybe. no, no. We want
0: Jose. We want Forced Inductions. That's the man. That's the lord oh, right there. He's the man, and he does S S frame shit like because on S 300 and an S 400 frame turbo, so he could build something that we can essentially put in there, and I don't have
1: to remake an entire manifolds. Because I don't want to do that No Because it's Spaghetti Central If you haven't Have a Up there There'll be a thing Go Press Have a look If you're on YouTube Press the card up there And you can have a look At the Spaghetti Central Mm. It was good fun Yeah
0: It was good fun Anyhow I'm going to put a fan On my car At some point soon too Sorry
1: Fan Shroud I was going to say You got a fan I
0: have a fan Yep, Fan Shroud
1: Yep, I have seen it. He has started to make... I'm starting to get a
0: little bit... I don't want to say motivated because I'm not really motivated, but I'm starting to realise, fuck, I've got to get a few bits and pieces done on this Commodore.
1: And he's also gotten what could potentially be an injector spacer, which we spoke about as well. Yeah. If not, I'll machine something else. My Just U- a couple of little things, couple yeah. things. My ute has still got what I suspect to be a busted head gasket, and I have not had a chance to even acknowledge its existence mm. due to reasons I spoke about earlier. Mm. So I am, um, motivation entries have been selling out at every interval in lightning speed. But in the next round in November, I'm hoping I'll be able to get an entry in. Um, or Andy Lopez, slide in. Um, Let me in, bro. Open yeah. the will I'd like to enter my ute. And at this point, depending on how everything goes in a couple of weeks' time, um, who knows? We might be changing the head gasket at the Motorplex the night before. Fuck a motivation. I don't know. But um, if that's what happens, then that's what happens. I'll be there regardless I'd like to drive it there and drive it home like last year but if that doesn't happen then whatever well uh, I'll be there whether you like it or not <laughs> it should be
0: good man it should be good
1: yeah hey I haven't got my ticket yet it's not the first time I think do you remember because I've pushed a head gasket on that car once before do you remember I changed that well you and I we pulled the I think it's apart. a sign
0: I think we just need to just
1: get, get rid of it all just go turb bro What do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. I'm thinking maybe let's go head studs or something. And Lord knows we've got a ECU there. Turbo. Anyway. Turbo. But yeah, I've done it before. Changed a head gasket and then got it running at 6 p.m. on Friday. And then I did my first pass down the motorplex at 10 a.m. on Saturday. We've done it before. We can do it again. Anyhow, take us home, brother.
0: Boys and girls, thanks so much for tuning in. If you've made it this far, there's got to be some sort of accolade, or medal, or something because it's it's a long it's been a long slog, but I quite enjoyed this one, Jeff. A lot to cover. Yeah, it was a good month. We probably missed a lot of stuff. Yeah, but anyway, it
1: was a good month for everyone else. It was a slow month for talk up. <laughs> yeah,
0: but that's all good. That's all well and good. We do certainly appreciate all the support that you guys give us. Uh, it definitely drives us. Makes us feel good and warm and fuzzy inside. As Jeff mentioned before, if you want to support us, you can support the companies that support us. So that's ReadSpeed. We're ambassadors for Penrite Oars as well. So if you haven't already, you should already know. Buy Penrite. It's an Australian company. They make good stuff. You know, you get it everywhere. Blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Daniel at ReadSpeed, you know, he's always supporting us. You guys are supporting him. We we love it, and that's what we want to see. Any other you guys that are selling Australian-made stuff, if you want to get some promotional, hit us up. Because if you make good stuff, we will shout you out, whether you help us out or not. Probably because that's because right. that's just what we're all about. So, once again, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we appreciate you. We will catch you on the next one.
2: Peace.